This episode, like every episode of Off the Rack, was recorded before a live audience at Comic Pop on YouTube. Join the conversation by subscribing to youtube.com slash comic pop or comic pop returns on YouTube. And now, on with the show. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Off the Rack. I'm Sal. I'm Tiffany. This is a comic book show where we take the books that you've read from the past week, recap them, review them, tell you how we thought about them, and then give you recommendations for comics that are coming out this week we think you should pick up. Last week we missed it. What? It was a little bit of a rough start, but I'm, yeah. I'll accept it. It's always rough when I do this intro. <laughs> no, no, usually it's good. We missed last week, though. We did. We missed last so I, week. I think, I think it's just, you know, we got to get back into it. That's right. That's right. The show is sponsored by viewers like you. If you're watching the show live, guess what? You're a secret sponsor of today's episode. All you have to do to help us out is use Super Chats. And we'll read the, your Super Chat, your comment, your question here on the program. It'll be here for posterity forever. Uh, or, you know, until the heat death be universe, when it, whichever comes first. But uh, yeah, we got a bunch of books that came out. Uh, we did miss a few books that came out the past week. Like, you know, all of them. Like all of them. To talk about yes, them. Yes, <laughs> but there were some big ones. Uh, just at the top of the show, I wanted to mention that we did read Dark Ages number one. Yeah. And uh, it w- we both really enjoyed it. Yes. It was just really cool. That's, I don't want to. That's our review. Th- right? It's just, it's very cool. The art's great. The story's fun, compelling. It's uh, well written. It's well written. Yeah. Good balance of good, the characters. Good balance. Good, good fan service. Good use of narration. Yes. Excellent use of narration. That doesn't always come off. It's no. It's always play. No, this, it doesn't. This, this works. No, it really this, does. And this is only six issue miniseries, I guess. Yeah. And how many, how often is Tom Taylor going to be working for Marvel? I don't know. I all, mean, it's this is the only all thing. The time. I doubt it. You know. Oh, you mean because the exclusivity contracts uh, over at DC not, like not existing? <laughs> yeah. Quite possibly. So, uh, yeah, let's jump into some uh, super chats that have uh, been populating our uh, our chat right now. Okay. Brian Rollins, yes, Off the Rack is back. Last week's Elseworlds Exchange on Amazing Spider-Man was also great. All the shows on both channels are amazing. Well, well thank you very much, Brian. Thank you very much. Yeah, if you're not sure what he's talking about, go to youtube.com slash pop and make it right. And make sure to subscribe. Get us to 100,000 over there. Let's uh, do it. Cosmic Reader, you guys are awesome as always. Well, thank you, Cosmic Reader. Much appreciated. Thank you very much thank for you, being here. Um, and I think we're caught up. So that's great. Perfect. Uh, so yeah, there's, there's a lot going on uh, in the world of comics, a lot going on in our own worlds. So <clears throat> now that we have like caught up, I'm going to, I'm going to take it easy. Take it, take a little breather because like today was uh today was stressful. It was a stressful day. Yeah. Not just, uh, mm-hmm. you know, in the world, but for ourselves and our private lives. Yeah. Um, you know, I had to take a stupid two mile hike, get car problems. Listen, you know. listen, I, that's good for you. I didn't. I could, yeah. I could use a two mile hike. I had to. You could have elected to go. No, no. I, I think when, when, no. There, like, if you're, if you're not into like fitness necessarily, which I'm not, but I should be. Right. You never elect to take a two mile hike. No. You think to yourself. I should do that. I should do that. I don't want to. But I'm not gonna. And then sometimes it happens anyway. Yes. And you're like, why did I do this? Right. But then afterwards, you're like, good for me. Until the next day when you're like, why did I do that? That's true. Now everything hurts. Yeah. No, it's, you're absolutely right. Um, but yeah, a lot of a lot of house cleaning before we get into our, our reviews. By the way, we're going to be talking about comics. We're going to talk about Shang-Chi. And yeah. uh, you didn't see the Hawkeye trailer, right? No. Okay. Okay. We won't talk about the Hawkeye trailer. You can go ahead and talk well, about it. I'm okay with that. Here's a quick and dirty spoiler review of do the Hawkeye it trailer. It looks awesome. I'm really excited. It's their die-harding Hawkeye. Set in Christmas time. Comes out November 24th, I think. Okay. And that's it. You yeah, know? yeah. And so Clint, Cl- like Clint's through line is I got to get to my family by Christmas. Okay. He bailed on them to be a superhero. But he's got to get back to them by Christmas time. Right. And that's when Alan Mc- Rickman shows up. Yes. From Beyond the Grave. I hope it's somebody as fun as Alan Rickman. I hope that the villain is somebody really cool. It better be. 
Because I got to tell you, the villain game at Marvel is very weak. It's very weak. I don't know. Yeah, I think I think they name do. three compelling villains from the MCU. From the MCU? Yeah. Oh, okay, that's different. Thanos. Yeah. So yeah, uh, but no, I'm really excited. I'm hyped. I I think that Falcon Winter Soldier might have been my favorite Disney Plus show so far. Justin Hammer. Well, yes. <laughs> well, that's because of me. People get to get mad if I he's say that compelling... he is more compelling than like Abomination or something. I think he's pretty. Com- he's I agree. compelling. He's very compelling. Well, that's Sam Rockwell. But yeah, <laughs> so I'm excited for it. I loved Falcon Winter Soldier, uh, and I I want it to. I want that back. Yeah. As much as I know that, like people were like, "Yes, Loki." As it turns out, end of the day, I was like, "Yeah." I'm glad it existed. And Me I, too. And I, I loved it. And I enjoyed the ride. Yeah. But, but I didn't yeah. have nearly as much of a fun time. You know, it's funny because like at the time, like I was like when Falcon Wonder Soldier came out, I loved it. But yeah. I still I thought I liked WandaVision more and I right. still like it. Yeah, me too. I still like that. And I still like. Yes, Loki, we're on the same like, exact page. I'm like, I think I enjoyed Falcon Winter Soldier more. Yeah, same here. And I don't know if it's just like the strength of storytelling there or the camaraderie. Maybe it was I, like, cause it was a character study a, on two people. It's over like almost a buddy cop. Movie. Yeah, that's right. And that's the thing is it appeals to me more. It's just, I like street level yeah. and that's what I want. But see, I also like, I like sad. Yeah. And that at the end of the day, right. what so, WandaVision ended up being. Exactly. So like there's that there. I don't know, but yeah. like, yeah, I enjoyed them all, but that one I'm like, yes, right. Yes. Agreed. I think we could also briefly before we get into this talk about um the last what if episode. Oh sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. The what if no, number five, Marvel Zombies. Came out. Came out. We saw it. We loved it. Had fun. It was fun. It was one of those things where I really liked it because it was so small. It was like kind of a small scale zombie movie. It made me feel like a like uh the not the one where they're in the mall, but the one where they're in the bunker. You know, like it's these these like crappy, down and dirty dumb mm-hmm. zombie movies where it's like a like just a cast of five extreme like five people three of whom are extraneous mm-hmm. and just watch them all die and like see them and see it fall apart right and the only difference was it was characters that you love and you want to see not die mm-hmm. and uh they don't implode that's the only real change the only trope i think it didn't hit was that like the group itself didn't fall apart right right well we didn't spend enough time with them to let that happen it's only 25 30 minutes it really helps yeah so yeah good I agree. Yeah. Any thoughts? Any lasting thoughts? How they how they do the zombies? Do you feel like Disney managed to handle it well? Because like I know we've been, I we've think, never thought they'd ever do it. You know, I think that they they did. I I think they handled it almost exactly how my brain I guess thought they might have. Even though I couldn't have actually, I couldn't have told you that. I couldn't no. have put that into words. But True. then upon seeing it, I was like, this is exactly what they do. They would hint at the gore and violence, which often makes it worse right yeah because you're they show you just enough that you get it and there really isn't too much like consumption yes you know when you're talking about zombies you have to talk about the consumption consumption. of of the flesh exactly um but they didn't do too too much off panel or off screen yeah where you couldn't like just hear things or like guess what happened Mm -hmm. with the occasional they're here or there kind of thing right yeah i think they did an okay job they're pretty standard zombies yeah standard zombies pretty standard but like more uh they're they're more dexterous they're able to actually affect their powers and their abilities oh yeah i was thinking of like the the general populace zombies oh yeah standard Mm -hmm. they're pretty a a shambler-esque zombie yeah you're not getting any rage infected horror they're not fast but they are effective they are effective i listen I, i i don't i don't think in this universe i would have made it no no but like i maybe i have a slight chance i think put, put me in a 28 days later no i'm not making that 
I don't. It's um, not going to happen. It's just not happening. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm I'm not making it in that universe. There no. are certain universe. Shot of the Dead. I might make. Maybe. That. I might make that. Yeah, they're a little slow. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, I like the way they handled the zombies. I agree. Yeah, I dug <laughs> it. Uh, your boy Chips Ahoy says Pizza Dog <laughs> over and over again. Pizza Dog is a uh, really integral character to the Matt Fraction Hawkeye run. Uh, yes, he's in the trailer. Yes, we're going to get Pizza Dog. I'm really excited. I can't get over your boy Chips Ahoy. Yeah, it's a great name. <laughs> I love that. Uh, you know, it's it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Kruger, do you want to see a live action Gargoyles movie? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think yeah. So in live action terms. Well, the Gargoyles are obviously going to be CG. Yeah. So like, I've, so here, here. Okay. So here's the, the thing about that. Like, yes, but yes, but mm -hmm. because with the, with the CG Gargoyles, you can get that voice cast back. Not a problem. Right. I don't think you're getting Jonathan Frakes in Xanatos condition. No. To step in that role. No, sadly, you'll have to recast. I need that voice though for that character. I agree. Yeah. You know who I'd cast as Xanatos? Keanu Reeves. I thought you were going to say Jason Inman. <laughs> Jason Inman. Yes. <laughs> I think I think Inman would be uh, would be, would have the chops to handle his Anatos. Might be able to do it. No I question about that. Yeah. All right. Barring Jason Inman, Keanu Reeves okay. would be my choice. That's fine. But yeah, he's in better shape. No Which one? Frakes. I don't know. Yeah. Oh. Oh. You mean uh, Inman? Well, no, Keanu Reeves versus Frakes because like they're yeah. both on the older side. That's true. Right? Yeah. Yeah. They're both in their well 50s, 60s. Who knows? I don't know. I don't, I don't remember. Know. But yes, I think I would like to see that if they could handle it. Yes. What What story do you tell? Uh, the first one. That's no. That... You got to do the flashbacks to the war. You got to do the yeah. No, you got to do the first one, the origin story. It okay. introduces everybody to the world, the lore. It sets things up. And, we don't, it, we don't, it, you don't want to just drop people into it. I'm not putting them on a gondola, sending them through the Mist of oh, Avalon. I'll tell you that. that. There are other smaller stories you can do mm -hmm. that aren't the the Avalon stories. No, you save that later on when they spin off to a show. Yeah, that's the Disney Plus show. That's the live action Disney Plus shows, the Chronicles of Avalon. Yeah, that's fine. That's fair. And I just bring back as many of the voice casts as I could. Unfortunately, that has near R.I.P. Yeah. But uh, you know, maybe Mike Myers could be uh, could be uh, the Hudson. Yeah. We'll I don't know, to. but Keith David obviously is for sure. Keith David has to be there. Yeah. I I don't want listen. If Keith David dies before they make this show or this movie, yeah, this fiction, then they just movie, don't even make. Just it. don't make it. Don't just bother. don't make it. Mm -hmm. You're done. I'm sorry. Yeah. Go, go do something else. Get out of here. Yeah. Uh, I should also uh, address. I may I said may name three MCU uh, compelling MCU villains. Obviously, there's more, and I don't want to fill the comment section with like here all the come. lists. They they're already there. The but chat's already okay. taken care but of. That's it. okay. Listen, chat's got it. Yeah. But then comments got it. That's fighting the algorithm because that's actual conversation. That's going true. On. Yeah. This so, is fine. Yeah. It's a win. We know there are many out there, but I know what you were saying. Yes. There was a subtlety to what you were Thank saying. Thank you. I get it. Uh, Rusky 910, Eternals trade is the most advanced reorder trade of September. What does that mean? Also, it's a good read, by the way. Yeah, I have no idea what that means, but I do know that advanced like. Advanced reorder? Yeah. I don't know what that means. Maybe like. Maybe maybe shops ordered X amount and then had to go back and order more because a lot of people are interested. That makes in something it, to me, yeah. which is like cool. But I, like, <laughs> I finally saw the other trailer that people were talking about, and I had so many questions. Yeah, I had so many questions about what this means. But mm -hmm. I listen. We could speculate on them, or we could just wait and watch the movie. They might be changing up some obvious, and, and people have already been talking about this. But they may be changing up the origin and or like lineage of a big mcu character yes so we'll see which about is that. a shame i agree yep but 
it, it's kind of hard to make this work otherwise it, unless you know you could mm. you could you, they were asleep right you could and then whoever it was to help out got snapped out of existence. Yeah. Who would have brought them back? That'd be really cool. And so the world like machine didn't do anything. Yeah. And so when they came back, they brought them back. And I would like that. Here now. Yeah. that. You could do that. Or you could just, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, all I know is I read Infinite Frontier number five of six from Joshua <laughs> Williamson and, and company. Uh, if you don't know what DC's continuity is all about, you're going to be lost. There's no reason to pick this up unless you've already read issues one through four. Uh, but it is a fun ride. It does pay off like the kind of mystery. No, there was no mystery. Alan Scott and his kids were looking for Jade and like they find her at the end of this book. So yay. But like they also introduce uh, Psycho Pirate's new plan, uh, the Injustice Incarnate team, which is going to be a major player. They'll probably be like the Black Order of the DC Universe going forward, okay. you know, where, where they're like inserted in things and you're like, geez, you're really pushing these characters. Uh, but yeah, they're, it's just a multiversal group of assholes who don't want to see their universes unmade or their histories rewritten mm -hmm. because the whole interesting thing is, you know, Psycho Pirate is now a uh, agent uh, ward of dark side and dark sides like listen there's going to be another crisis there's always crises and every time they are the multiverse suffers an earth one or earth zero earth prime earth zero uh reaps the whirlwind like you know they have the big fight they have the main event and at the end of the story they all celebrate and like our histories are either rewritten or not and that's horseshit and so like let's keep that from happening and so, like, I'll Dark Side will protect your loved ones and your people if you work for me. So, more or less, Psycho Pirate is a is like going to be like the multiverse versus Earth Zero. Pretty much, I think that's where we're headed. Yeah. Well, and there's some people who are like from the original Earth Two, and they, of course, like found a life, like Alan Scott and Power Girl, who found a life in Earth Zero, and they have their own histories that have been rewritten or unwritten and so forth. So they're kind of like, well, I mean, yeah, like my original Earth got blinked out of existence, but like I was preserved, so like I'm cool with this. I'm down. Yeah, this I'm down fine. with this because I'm now de facto Earth Zero. Uh, <laughs> I've become part of it. Yeah. You can't become unpopular. But you it. get a lot of fun surprises and reveals. You know, like Mr. Bones has been this character that's <laughs> been. I'm sorry. Okay. Mr. Bones is a major player of of, of, of the Infinite Frontier. I know, which I kind of love, but also I can't help but like chuckle at every single time. I don't know why. Yeah. But I, I love it why. because Mr. Bones had like a silly costume kind of like pre and post crisis. And then they like made him modern, you know, mm -hmm. like Mr. Bones is in, he's director bones, got a suit, he's in charge of things. And then like, he just shows back up, but he's dressed like he was. And he's got a fun, like, you know, aged speech balloon color. And, looks, you know, and he looks like a pirate and he looks like a pirate as well. He should, because that's what Mr. Bones looks like. He looks like a Jolly Roger flag. Yeah. That's, came to life. Yep. And is yelling at and you. is yelling at you. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. Laugh. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. I. Uh, <laughs> yes. You did. But yeah. So it's fine. It, you know. There's questions about Roy Harper and his Black Lantern now, status, where the Black Lantern ring came from, what right. he's doing. Now, what about? Stuff. Did you read issue six? Is issue six out? Yes. I thought this was the issue. No. No, I did not read issue six. No, I think this is the one from last week. Oh, okay. I thought you were still talking about last week's books. No, I was just covering it because oh, it was here. Oh no, issue six. Came oh, out. did you read it? No. Okay. Well, I'm excited to see how it all know turns it out. Came out. Well, that's great. I'll have to pick I'm, it up. I'm sorry. I just missed it. I don't know why. It's on my pre-order, so it's weird that it's not there. In you know, it's funny. I went through all the books, and I and like, 
I don't recall seeing the title, mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean it. But I've I've experienced issues like that with um, digital purchasing before, which as much as I love digital purchasing yeah. for like my, my ability to store things, because right. you only have so much room in life. True, yeah. Um, I do find that sometimes it's hard. It's easy to miss things. Yeah, yeah. No, and like, Comicsology, thankfully, uh, the website itself is going away forever. Uh, if you're not familiar, if you like Comixology, well, guess what? You're an Amazon customer, and Comixology is going away. The website is, that is. Yeah, uh, the app so. will still be there, and I use the pre predominantly the app. So, yes, like, and really I don't because I don't read comics me. on my phone. But like, you will be using the app from now on, or you can read them through Amazon's website. I don't know if like there they're going to keep the there, guided view on the well, website. There is a Kindle e-reader. Yes, there is. Uh, that you can use that through the website. So. So yes. that'll be the way to go. So you'll find out what we thought about and of Infinite Frontier next time. Yes, I yes. Swear. I'll, I'll give a very brief That's what'll keep you coming back. Right? Wink. Wait, are you, are you still blasting through some stuff? Yeah. Because I read some stuff. That's true, you did. Let's hear them. Get out of the way. Because mm -hmm. I read Kazar. You did read Kazar. I remember you being like, hey, Kazar is a book. Literally. And you know what's funny? I actually bought this physically. Yes, you did. This is actually going to be a total test of my ability to remember what happens in this issue because I left the issue at home. Yeah. I left my homework home at, at home and my cat ate it and <laughs> it flew out the window mm -hmm. and um, I'll have it next week. Fair enough. But um, no, I, I actually saw this. We were at a comic book store and I saw it. And I was like, wait, seriously? Yeah. They're making a keys are. Okay. I'll pick it up because that's me. I opened it up. I actually really like the art. Yeah. Um, it's written for those who are interested by Zach Thompson with art by German Garcia. Cool. This is following what happened in empire, which I thought was funny. Um, Cause nobody really reference I mean, occasionally x-men have been referencing it a bit yeah right like stuff happened with with empire with them mm -hmm. um and others are as well but it's like overall people like fans don't really talk about it all that much no. seemingly then there's not a whole lot of chatter about empire but no. um kazar died in, mm -hmm. in, in empire. empire and then came back okay good and so he's back mm -hmm. but like he's different mm. and like he and he, he and his family we get a little history about him. He's having like some nightmares and stuff like that. And he seems fairly disconnected from everybody ever since he came back. Okay. Um, his son is like, you know, coming of age. He's, you know, going on adventures and, you know, running around and doing X, Y, Z. But like, the fact is, is that like, Kazar doesn't want him doing those things. And like, he seems to be a little more impetuous and like, they are like, he's like, we should be eating meat. And like, I, I know this sounds weird, but this all fits in. I know it's like some little tiny gnat and it's mm -hmm. just like, mm. um, it, it sounds ridiculous, but the idea is that like Shauna and Kazar now are very tied to the land. Yeah. Like the savage land. And like, and not only are they tied to it, but they, they can feel it. Yeah. Okay. Like, like she can feel it. And now he can. Oh. So like now, like he can feel like, you know, when a herd of triceratops are running over there, he can feel the rain like on his skin and it's like kind of wigging him out. Okay. That would wig but, me out. Yeah. But they're also like, so like, you know, like we shouldn't eat meat. And like his son's like, but like Zabu does. Right. And you don't punish him. And he's like, they're like, yeah, but he's a predator. That's what he's meant to do. He hunts it. He could hunt it. Right. If need be. So could we. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's like, that's his nature. Right. He doesn't have an option. Mm hmm. Like, you know, you, yeah. he'll be the tofu lion from, right. from, from Futurama. Yeah. So, like, these are the kinds of conversations they're having. Like, he's running off and having adventures with Zabu, and Kazar's like, you shouldn't be doing that. Like, Zabu's like literally the last one. Mm. Yeah. You shouldn't be risking him. Don't risk him on your stupid adventures. Yeah. Um, Kazar is ha like having strange dreams. 
about his father, about his upbringing. And meanwhile, his son is in communications with something. Oh. I don't want to, like, if you haven't read it yet and you may be interested in KSR, I won't tell you what it is. But needless to say, that seems to be like what the crux of this is going to be. Like, there's something else in the Savage Land that's yeah. kind of taking over ish and okay. like evolving things and trying to change things a little bit. So, I'm interested to see where this goes. I'm not the biggest Kazar fan necessarily. Um, honestly, it was the look of the art. It's got like a fun sort of like retro vibe to it, but like uh, like modernized. Okay, cool. You know, so I'm not very familiar with German Garcia's work. So. I, I wasn't. I I feel like I've seen it, but I couldn't tell you where. And I honestly don't know if that's just not a, a falsified memory. Right. Um. But I I kind of I kind of dug it. Like I, I I read the whole thing and I was like, oh. All right. Yay. Like, I would have taken another issue right then and there. But, right. That's nice. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Cool. <laughs> uh, we had a couple of super chats oh, sure. along the way. So I'm looking forward to sharing those with you. I am looking forward to have them shared with me. Yeah. Let's I think you should this. be. Um, here it's 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 coming through now, Colin. That's right. Uh, Cosmic Reader says, "Here's a question for Tiffany: okay. How did you feel about that? What if MCU show handled the character of Doctor Strange and magic that he was involved with compared to the film?" Um. So that okay. So that's that's a that's a solid question. Um. I've been one of those people, like, and I said this a million times. I'll say it again, though. I was not a big fan of the Doctor Strange film. No. I like him in the other movies. Just really didn't like him in his own film. Right. What are you going to do? I'm happy that he's there. And I'm happy that like in other movies, I enjoy his presence. Yeah, so fine. But I just wasn't a big fan of that whole thing. Yep. I the what if I really ended up enjoying. However, I think the big difference there is the what if I already established that he was the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah. Didn't really have a lot of the extra baggage. Mm hmm. Wasn't a big fan. Listen, I was never a big fan of the casting for Tilda Swinton. No. Just not what i was looking for and then mm -hmm. like well and marvel's like well how dare you she's gonna be in everything they put her into the what if anyway and like that was one of the things that was like damn it but like magic wise like i appreciated it because he felt like he was doing more magic mm -hmm. than what he does in the movie the movie where it doesn't feel like magic necessarily right so yeah i i liked what they were able to do in what if while they're still trying to make it feel like obviously Connected. like the movie yeah. but it's a what if so they can they can really push it. They can kind of, you know, bend the rules here. Yeah. Them, so, yeah. Uh, Mexican American Martian says, Mix, miss the ASM stream, wanted to say I and many others appreciate Spencer's working to fix the Amazing Spider-Man canon. Having since passed retcon validates his run. That's one way to put it. Uh, there is a book that came out, The Amazing Spider-Man number 73 from Nick Spencer and company. Uh, I covered this. Uh, Joel and I actually wound up talking about it for a good hour on Elseworlds Exchange, which has returned and will be back on Friday. Uh, but this uh, this issue is just house cleaning. It's just work. Mm -hmm. It's just pushing a couch up the stairs. And uh, the idea here is that the whole thing is just, it's more more work, more uh, retconning. And it's the penultimate issue, I believe, before Nick Spencer's off the book. And this issue is entirely just people t talking at you and explaining to you that things you read and didn't like 15 years ago didn't actually happen the way that you read them. Uh, and one of those big things is that uh, Sarah and Gabriel Stacy, the two uh, children, the twins that were the result of Gwen Stacy and Norman Osborn having sex with each other, uh, in fact, were clones created by Harry Osborn before he died in Spectacular 200. It's always clones. It's always clones. And uh, not Miles Warren clones. Those were Harry Osborn specials uh, that the Mendelstrom formula that Harry took made him uh, smarter than the average goblin. 
but uh, not a hyper genius like Norman Osborn or Peter and his machinations and access to technology from another random Spider-Man book called Legacy of Evil allowed him to facilitate his nefarious schemes beyond the grave. Whatever. Uh, also, before that, they also established, I think we talked about this, that Mephisto and Norman Osborn made a deal. Uh, Norman Osborn pledged his only begotten son, Harry Osborn, to Mephisto in exchange for money and power and success and goblin formulas and whatnot. So, like, maybe the goblin himself is a direct result of Mephisto. So that... Whoa, whoa, how did Spencer not out of this create the ghost goblin? Right, there where, is no ghost goblin. Where, like, Mephisto makes a deal with... with Norman Osborn. With Harry. Yes, with Harry and turns him to into let a... him, like, you know, like, listen, you do XYZ, I'll finally let you out of hell. Yeah. But, like, you're gonna be the ghost goblin. He's just on a goblin right. rider, his head's on fire. Yeah, instead he looks like a reject hush with centipedes. Well, Could have been that. a ghost rider. Way better I don't idea. know if that's better. I like that way better. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. I think, of, like, you know... I know you have strong feelings about Spencer's run in general. And yeah. I, I'm like, this isn't the first I've heard about this issue from no, you. No. Um, I know some people are very excited about what this is doing. Yeah. And so I, I think it's going to be more interesting to see what follows, how much they end up adhering to the changes made in this. That's the thing is and, that like, he's not really, pers he's persona non grata at Marvel after this. So it's like, they may or who's may gonna not. use it. They may not use it or they may, they may. Yeah. And if they do use it, we may see like the, almost like an inverse of like what happened with onslaught yes you know we, we covered onslaught and we talked about how like heroes reborn came out of that because they had to make that happen right and so like you know heroes reborn nobody's real favorite no i'm sure there's someone out there who's like actually yep go of course ahead, put enjoy in the um but um the fact that from this something out of it like could be very positive yeah absolutely you know, no, I mean, like the reality is, and it, there's some lunatic in the comments said something like that. I wasn't a real fan that I, that I don't like, I say, I don't like them. I, I say, I don't like one more day, but I don't like have a podcast dedicated to complaining about it for the last decade. So therefore I'm not really We're a big fan. That going. I know. I'm like, yeah, well, you got the corner on that one, pal. But, uh, just because I don't necessarily care for spending three ninety nine on what is essentially a Marvel handbook entry uh, doesn't mean I don't appreciate them doing it. It's just like on one hand, who's asking for it at this point on the other, you need to couch it in a story mm -hmm. and this isn't really a good one. Like this isn't a good enough story to justify this hard a retcon. I feel like, you know, even since past was a story you know, it was a retcon and it sucks, but like it has a beginning, middle and end and has this like whole thing about like family and secrets and stuff. And th this is just more like a lot of noise with some stuff that you want to have happen. Mm. Like it's, it's, it's fan service at this point. And I appreciate some element of fan service. I really do. I love a good fan service. <laughs> I'm a Mandalorian fan. That show is 90% fan service. Yeah. But like, on the same token, I also want a story, and Mandalorian is also 10% that. Like, Mandalorian, every episode, there's a beginning, middle, and end, and it's a little story. And even if I could, like, predict the end of every episode, it doesn't matter because I'm having fun going on that journey. This is just, like, a bunch of stuff that's happening that, like, Spencer had a problem with. Making Craven dead. Making the Sin's past story not happening. Uh, dealing with the Mephisto issue because everyone else is dancing on eggshells about it. Like, there's a lot of work that he's been putting into it. Mm -hmm. Like, to just kind of fix it and put it back the way it was. And while I appreciate it, I feel like Spencer's a better writer than what he's, ex than what he's shown. And this is not compelling. It's just work. And so 
you know, and, and then the next arc, who knows where Peter's going to be, you know, like, and it, 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 cause it's in question whether he's even going to be Spider-Man after this. And it's like, what the, f like you, you did all this work all, you know, if, if you really want it to be where it was, mm -hmm. then like, you know, make people make yourself indispensable by telling stories. People like love, mm -hmm. no one's going to remember this when it's over. Yeah. That's my well, only they might. I don't know. My complaint is just that. It's just like, no one's going to be like, man, you got to read the Spencer run because it's all work. It's going to be setting up a new status quo. And that's not fun. Like mm -hmm. superior Spider-Man is a similar story where it's like, it's, it's setting up a new status quo, but it also is a story about this character going on this journey. This is like Peter Parker is a bit player in his own friggin' drama. Like he doesn't even have a line in this book. Yeah, I mean, maybe the point of this isn't to be like the greatest Spider-Man story ever told. The point of it is it shouldn't is be for Spencer to like. It should be Nick Spencer's greatest Spider-Man story ever told. Like every endeavor that he makes to write a Spider-Man story should be his effort to make the best Spider-Man story he can write. Well, and I know have, it ain't. He might have traded that off for the ability to like make some changes that right. would may cause some like long scene ripples yeah absolutely and, and so like he may have traded off that now i know there's an issue though where like it felt like he was spinning his wheels early on yeah but you know maybe this is a result of him knowing something was coming it could for be him. yeah oh you mean substack yeah and like wrapping it up real fast but right. wanting to make those changes and not trusting that they would make the changes oh, absolutely. after he left. Well, he's, he's like, right. They would Story's going by the wayside then. I just got to I, I just got to get it done. I just got to get it done. Right. Well, that's too bad because It is it is too bad, but that like you know. it may have opened the door to something greater. The, I remember when one more day happened and Straczynski was very vocal about his involvement or lack thereof and his work that went into it. And uh so there was no mystery regarding one more day mm -hmm. and there was speculation about what was going to happen at the end of it during it mm -hmm. online. And I, I vividly remember it. And I had one more day on my desk for a long time as a reminder about mainstream comics. And this is one of those things that like just triggered that memory. And it is that there is no story. There is no creator that's big enough. That's compelling enough. That's well-written enough that can override editorial mandate. Joe Casada wanted to undo the marriage. And regardless of the entire Susinski run, setting up this marriage as being something integral and important and validating for Spider-Man's character, Joe Casada wanted to undo the marriage. And so here's this, crappy story that's rushed and it's simple and it's you know it's it's arguably not well drawn and it's just like it's just this thing and it's this blight on the character because editorial said i don't want this anymore mm -hmm. and regardless of how well critically it was doing how well sales wise it was doing how uh what the direction the creator wanted to go in with the character where it would set things up and how it would treat the character here like you know going forward didn't matter editorial mandate will always supersede every other aspect of mainstream comics and that's one of those things where it's like good for you man you spent two years not really telling me a compelling story so that a writer who doesn't even work there anymore can artificially alter continuity when cb sabolsky could walk in at the end of this and be like it's all a dream whole thing's fake like but that's the thing is that and that's happen, the problem but I mean, that could happen in, with anything I yes like that, but you can't live no like, but you got to keep that in the back of your mind when you're I reading guess. superhero comics like you got to keep that in the back of your mind because like you because you're only setting yourself up for more disappointment and, and and like shock when you shouldn't be surprised and that's the problem 
But I feel like that, like keeping that in the, the back of your mind all the time, isn't the way to read comics necessarily. Because, no, like that means that you. you sometimes the story will make you forget. Well, yeah. Like sometimes the story will just be so good that it makes you forget all that. Right. And I and I experience that on a week to week basis. Oh yeah. Well, I will say that I think probably the reason I don't necessarily feel that way is because like i don't read bigger characters like this no. i tend to read the i mean like all right i am reading you've x-men been screwed by x-men I, and dr strange i have been, i have i have been reading x-men and that i can't say is not big but yeah. for the most part i tend to gravitate towards the smaller characters yes. and when they get a book either it gets canceled because it's yeah not your book selling, just gets canceled it just gets canceled but like i just really don't give a crap no they don't and so i don't really have to worry about that but i don't know i don't know if i if i like that like fundamental like like way of reading comics where mm -hmm. you know you're just you just know that there's someone else out there who's like just gonna waiting to ruin it for you like, yeah I, I, just, I don't like that well it's just like <laughs> just don't be surprised don't be surprised what? if like some jackass shows up who's in charge who has no good creative outlet that just wants things the way they sure, want but them. we may not but that may not happen with this maybe maybe <laughs> okay and like and maybe they won't for 10 years no, it's, and then somebody will show up who's like, I remember one more or a brand right, new day, and would, I loved that, I and I'm bringing would, it back. I think it would be an appropriate amount of time, right, for a change to occur. There. Sure, you know, because now, 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 president's been set for this character. Yeah, that, that can happen. Yeah, or he's not in this. Right, like he's not married, or you know, whatever. Well, and now, like it, we're in a place right now where there's no shortage of spider characters, so you could bring it back. You could bring back the marriage and have like any number of spider characters have their Archie-esque romances that Joe Casada desperately needed to see that never really happened, by the way. But yeah, they so tried. it's just it's frustrating for me because yeah, it's like I, I understand. I'd that. rather have a great story than 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 work. No, I do. Listen, I I agree with you that I too like prefer a great story but i also appreciate at times when you can sense that like work's being done yeah and, and your your point earlier about how it's like maybe he could see the writing on the wall but he's like they're not gonna let me do this or they're, they're not gonna i if i'm the only one who can do this right now. well yeah and but again I, listen i don't want to put blame on Substack because we don't really know no, no but like if he knew or he was having meetings or there were rumblings about that for him and like before anyone else knew mm -hmm. if he just started putting this together because he's like, I got to do this. Yeah. I want, this is what I want to leave. This right. This is my legacy yeah. is that I got to undo this. Yes. That's fair. You know, like I didn't, like he doesn't, he doesn't tell like a Spider-Man blue or like a life story mm -hmm. or, or whatever. Like, yeah. you know, he got to undo something that he didn't like yeah. before he was done. He, and he for actually, him, that could be worth it. Like, while that may not be like narratively satisfying for you and others. Right. At least him, he's happy. Yeah. He might walk away like satisfied. I've, oh, there's no doubt. I mean, like, cause you could see on the wall, you could see in the subtext of every issue. Yeah. He's like, I'm fixing things. Yeah. And it's like, all right, cool. Good for you, man. I hope like, you know, and I'm, I'm down, but it's also like, you know, I already fixed that in my head. I don't care about that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I don't I don't need you to tell me that it didn't happen. It didn't happen in my head. I don't need yeah, it. Yeah, but it's nice to actually have stories that reflect that. That's and true. like after this, maybe you'll get that. Right. I'm not guaranteeing that. No. Because what do I know? Right. Well, what do I know anyway? Uh, <laughs> Carl Maxey says, I agree with your theory that DC might make John Kent Superman gay. I'm worried they'll mess with these characters too much. What if DC has Batwoman make save a guy and build a friendship and then kiss? Uh, well, that's not, I should say that's not my theory. My theory was not that uh, John Kent's gay. It was more that we, we commented on a popular theory that was going yeah, there, around there thanks was, to Bleeding Cool yeah, there was a, about the idea that like maybe they were setting up a John Kent or a relationship with a dude. Yeah. Um, my issue is only just like, you know, it seems like an artificial decision, but okay. You know, like we'll have time. will tell. We'll see how the, how the narrative goes. Um, 
Yeah, because I don't like the idea of it's more like you can't you really can't go back on it when you make that decision. Mm-hmm. So you really have to make like the the strongest decision possible and you have to you have to weigh it as mm-hmm. much as as much as you can. Uh Martian says, personally, I think Spencer took on Amazing Spider to put Peter and MJ into a clean slate so some other writer can have a fun run telling a story for nine hundred to a thousand issues. I mean, that's really selfless of him if that's the case. I feel like the really weird way to decide to do your writing career, but like you know I mean, that's very nice issue, issue 900 to a thousand right yeah maybe that's yeah that's fair because <laughs> legacy numbering right 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 Joshua stevens how would you guys feel if toby mcguire is the mcu uncle ben so multiverse adds an emotional layer to no way home maybe both computers can have closure that way no i hate that idea no i don't want that at all no i'd rather just have a real uncle ben show. yes now that marvel via- zombies has aired we do know that there was one via magic yeah 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 right uh, Carl Maxi, uh, Sal, after you and Joel's podcast, I personally think they were pushing Boomerang so hard because they wanted to do the Kite Man thing. Ah, uh, yeah, I, I could see that. I could see that. I mean, Kite Man has become a meme, and like people know him and love him. Like now, as a result of Tom King's interference, it, it didn't work. Nobody cares about Boomerang, but like you know, good for them. Dan V900 is back to say, from a business perspective, if one more day somehow gets retcon, that doesn't seem smart. So many more issues would sell with another brand new marriage. Uh, I don't know what that means. Uh, I feel like you'd have to compare the numbers from pre one more day, post one more day, obviously with a new initiative and marketing behind one more day, you can't actually trust the numbers being that they were better when they undid the marriage. You can't quantify a story decision behind like a sales decision. Well, yeah, but I think what he's saying is from like, from a, the typical way in which you look at a comic book uh, company that like if they retcon one more day they're just going to be married right if you don't retcon it and they get married again right you get to have a marriage you get to do the marriage that's true that's true and that would sell because like the cat and batman one did right now if you could do even if you do the retcon but somehow they have some memory of it or like whatever maybe there's like some inkling within them that they should renew their vows. Right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I could see that. that issue. Yeah. I could totally see that. I don't and, know. and, you know, issue a thousand of Spider-Man, which we're what to like eight seventy four. Yeah. We're 126 issues away from. That's, that's, that's not bad. That's far. It is far. How yeah. Many, how long is that? Yeah. That's like years. Yeah. So that's no. years. So no, they're not going to do that. But yeah. So <clears throat> anyway, what, uh, what else did you read? Oh, um, I'm going to hold this up because we kind of already talked about this, but this did come out. Um, the Me You Love in the Dark issue two came out. I had already read this. So I kind of flipped through it again to remind myself yeah. what happened because that was they sent us the two issues. So now I guess there are new things when the next one comes out. Um, this issue continues the the story that we... Uh, this issue continues the story we saw from the first one. Wow, hard to believe. Trying something new. Oh, okay. In terms of, you know, sequential comics. <laughs> Thanks, Brain. Um, you just kind of get to know the entity that lives in the house a little bit more. So with this book, um, which I really dug, yeah, you know, you know, she ends up finding a bit of like creative spark good, um, because of it right at the end. And you're like, is this good? Is this bad? Is this this a like healthy relationship or not? I don't know. Um, but the look ahead of this shows that like we get a peek at what this thing looks like and, I adore it. Yes. Because it is creepy AF. <laughs> um, Sweet. It's like, it's kind of a normal, like from a certain point down ish, mm-hmm. like 
grasping her and then everything from like the here up yeah, is it's like it's, that's a lot of look that's great it's a lot of look going on there but we get to see in, in a like, couple of preview pages that like we're gonna be hitting onto the holidays here a little bit okay um so this is just a fun book for me because you know if you have any sort of creative endeavors like i said when this first came out when the first issue came out it has to do a little bit with art block yeah finding inspiration and like trying to not have imposter syndrome and all that and also some sort of ghostly entity in a house so it really ticks a lot of boxes for me <laughs> right it ticks a lot of boxes and i love 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 the art uh, it's written by scotty young with art by jorge corona just a beautiful looking book so good yeah so so good and i can't wait for the next issue yay uh I will briefly talk about Daredevil number 34. Do it. Uh, this is- issue is, of course, continuing the run uh, and towards the end of the Zdarsky run. Uh, Zdarsky is going to be dovetailing his run on Daredevil into a Daredevil event, which will be launching very shortly, uh, which, you know, who knows what will come after that. But, you know, every great Daredevil run is you know, frustratingly brief and mm. has, uh, you know, hopefully ends before you, it wears out. It's welcome. Mm. This is, you know, daredevil has been exposed to a, to a experimental mind altering substance that uh, was being used and experimented on via the prison warden and the prisoners themselves. It causes daredevil to freak out and basically take over the prison, cause a huge riot uh cole his old adversary slash friend arrives to calm him down they have a big fight and so you're like hey buddy yeah he's like what's up man you look like a crazy person sitting on a a throne of chairs and garbage surrounded by uh you know unhinged prisoners we got flames going on looks like you had a big day yeah you might want to like wrap it up pal (laughs) Uh, also, also, uh, Bullseye is, you know, uh, ravaging the city along with his clones. And, uh, so Electro Daredevil has to go deal with them. And, uh, it's, it's just a great issue as, as usual. More Chetto art is in this. Hooray. Uh, so, you know, that always is a, is a treat at this point. And so I would recommend it. Oh, that's funny. It's not what it says on the cover. No, no, it's, it's Chetto and others. Like it's Chetto and Matthew Wilson doing okay. the art. Uh, oh, that's the cover. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. No, it's not Chichetto. It's Stefano, oh, it's Stefano Landini. Landini. I'm like, mm. wait, no, that's not what it says. There you go. Is he doing a, a, a is Stefano doing Chichetto esque work? It it feels very Chichetto y, but okay. like it's not quite there. Okay. So I just assumed it was like he was doing outlines or breakdowns or something uh, like that. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. In any case, uh, Chichetto, I believe, is doing the Daredevil event, which probably is why he's not. That doing makes this sense, work. which is great. But yeah, so uh, I'd, uh, I definitely recommend this. I've book. been trying, as you've been ha- had this up, I've been trying desperately to figure out what I'm looking at here. I think it's just shapes, but I was like, is that like a smile at the bottom? Right. I think it is. Eyes. I don't know. But then what is it? Right. And I was like, it could just be, you know, just some shapes, convenient paneling so that you can get the characters in stained glass. I think that's what it is. So I gave up on yeah. that one. But it's great, uh, as usual. Hooray. So if you like Daredevil or you ever been on the fence, run, pick up the run. Don't uh, don't pick up this issue. Uh, Scuba says, Sal, I just got to say you look like me and me, Andy brother. Uh, do you have any Eberts in your family? Me and my brother. Oh, okay. Uh, (laughs) no, I don't have any Eberts. Uh, keep up the great work. Love your videos. Well, thank you very much. Scuba. Appreciate it, man. Um, no, I, I don't, but thank you. I bet you, you, you guys must be a couple of handsome dudes. That's very kind of you. Thank you. 
<laughs> Nobody could see the gentle yeah, hand caress. touch. <laughs> uh, Cosmic Reader, how about the Wolverine game reveal, huh? I feel bad for Xbox. Maybe they should make a deal to have exclusive Batman or Superman games. Yeah, maybe. I mean, like, well, I'm, I'm, it's not going to make me buy an Xbox. That yeah. was the PlayStation, like, reveal. Like, that was their they're, conference. They're coming to the table with their with their, their best of the best. So we'll see, obviously, what Xbox comes to the table with. Yes. But that was a huge showing. And I know we're not really here to talk about that. But, like, <laughs> exciting. Great stuff. I feel like I like. Does anyone remember that episode of South Park with Cartman, free wanting to freeze himself? Oh yeah, to get the Nintendo Wii. Yeah, yeah, it's me. I'm like, all right, that's see in twenty twenty two or three, whatever it is. Yeah, because it's it's not only is it uh, Wolverine, yeah, which looks great, and I can't believe it's by Insomniac. Me so either. what uh, is that like? Are, is Insomniac going to be like the Marvel producer? I don't from know, now on? but the fact that it's like a like seemingly Western, I'm like, is that what your sandbox is going to be? no Sweet. pun intended right um like that you're gonna be like out in like almost like a red dead redemption-esque like location but with wolverine yeah i don't know um spider-man 2 looks great can't wait Yay. Uh, god of war ragnarok yep i'm jazzed Hyped. i yeah i was watching that so i was like what do you think and i'm like it's like coming home no because it literally felt like just a continuation of the story which i really appreciate yeah um, sometimes people go overboard trying to, you know, one up their sequel or what have you, but yes. like this just feels completely in world. And then of course we saw a KOTOR. Yes. A KOTOR remake. KOTOR remake and an Alan Wake remake. Wow. I was excited. Is it the future? <laughs> could it, could it be pretty exciting? Yeah, that's right. So I'm, 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 I'm in, I'm here for it. Yeah. I'm yeah. here for it for sure. Should I, should I talk about another book? Yes, please. Uh, I read Excalibur great let's chat about excalibur real quick yeah please uh, this involved dr doom mm-hmm. uh doom doom wanted to go <laughs> doom wanted to go to other world yeah to avalon which he doesn't realize avalon has been fractioned into smaller like spoke wheels of like places okay so he's like i have to go to avalon because like I hear like Morgan Le Fay got out mm-hmm. and she has something of mine. I want, right. she has something I want. Okay. And I'm like, so what you guys like, you just left a little something with her. So she wouldn't forget you like what? Yeah, probably. I mean, they used to sleep together. So yeah. Yeah. He was just like, you know, whatever. But yeah, this Excalibur is about to get very Arthurian. Okay. Because Arthur's here. <laughs> and we're talking about Mordred. Mm-hmm. And like they're throwing like, like you know what I mean? Like they're they're tossing around like, you know, it's like it's Arthur's kid, like, you know, more ghosts is like blah blah blah. Like and like, you know, maybe Mordred's a mutant. Oh that's what we're, we're getting into now. Okay. Uh the reason to read this issue in particular is watching Doom be Doom in yes. this setting because you have Captain Britain, you know, who's Betsy Braddock, who's like had a rough time of it. Yeah. Um, and now she has to deal with Doom. Right. She's trying to she's trying to be like, you know, a knight in a way. Like she's yeah. using her like knightly skills to deal with doom and the rest of the team has to go too mm-hmm. which is hilarious yeah because this team is like it's richter who's been dealing with apocalypse yeah. so he's like who the hell are you <laughs> you're dr doom i de- listen i was pals with apocalypse right I- I- have you met apocalypse he's like Ugh. right like mm-hmm. so richter is not impressed by him megan shows up and then of course you have jubilee and gambit yeah right um, Jubilee's not having any of it because uh, Doom attempted to, when he first like approached them about this, 
like Betsy was like, you have to, you have to use us to go through. You can't just go through the gate. That's the only way you can get through and you need a mutant key and we're not going to help you unless you let us go with you. Okay. So Doom's like, okay, fine. And he leaves and he comes back with his Doom bots and a baby. And he's like, this is a mutant and I'm going in. <laughs> and they're like, you, you can't just use a baby. Well, I am. And he's like, it's Lavarian. It's fine. Yeah. He has a Latvarian island of mutants. Yeah. So yeah. And there's a baby. Because mm-hmm. it can't fight back. Right. What a jackass. So she was like, give me that. <laughs> so she drops Shogo and the baby off. Mm-hmm. Gambit's like, just not, he's just not having it. Yeah. He just does not, he's not a fan of Doom. But he's a fan of going where they end up having to go because they, they head off into other world and they immediately end up having to go to the marketplace. Okay. To, to the yes, market. to Mad Jasper's market. Yes. Yeah. And so who do they have to talk to? But they got to talk to Mad Jim Jasper. Sweet. And so Doom's like, Oh no! <laughs> this guy could unmake me. Okay, but mm-hmm. he's still he's Doom like all the way through, and like Jim Jaspers has a box, mm. and he's like, "This is all that's left of like her items." He won't show him what's in it. Okay, and then you like we cut away to Gambit and the crew gambling. Gambit's like, "Don't worry, I can figure out any game." And so like he, it's <laughs> gonna do with the Doom babe. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Um. Gambit's like, I can learn any game. He's trying to play this game. He's like, I don't know. But right. he has swiped Saturnine's tarot deck. Oh, and so shit. Gambit's been using the cards to, to get into things and okay. do things. He's like, I think I figured out how do they work. At one point, um, Betsy attempts to um, deal with Merlin in the last issue because Merlin has kind of like waged war on Saturnine, which is fair because Merlin used to be in her role. Yeah. If you're a fan of like Saturnine history, this is also going to be delving into that this part of the run. So this might be something you might want to pick up if you're interested at all in like her um, relationship with not only the Braddocks, but also Otherworld, Merlin, uh, Roma Regina, uh, Jim Jaspers. Yeah. And then throwing Arthur into all of this as well. Right. Um, But he, Gambit used the like, uh, I think the Wheel of Fortune card as like a luck card in order to unlock a door that they needed to. He's like, I think I'm figuring this out. <laughs> so he ends up like pulling one of those cards out of his sleeves to like win. Sweet. Which causes a, you know, huge sure. issue. Um, we cut back to Doom and I love this like conversation because it's like Jim Jaspers and Doom and Doom's like, he's had enough. He's like, what are you? <gasps> he's like ready to like blow a gasket. Yeah. Because like essentially Jim Jaspers was like, you get the box. Just tell me what you think it is I want for it. <laughs> and Doom's like, just tell me what you want. Just give me the box. I I, I ask you to strike a deal with me and you give me riddles. Don't you know? I, I can have anything. Just tell me what you think it is that I want. <laughs> okay. Doom's like, okay, just gonna yeah. have a problem. Um, Doom inevitably like is like, oh, what do you want? Like all of Latveria and like the Doombots. He's like, I could deal with that. Right. Because he's like, um, yeah, what do you do? You actually can't promise that because the way they have to do that is through our gate. So you mm. can't, can't make that deal. They do make a deal. Oh, I don't know if it is for that. I don't know if Jim Jaspers now has the right to call on Doom or not because oh. Doom walks away with that box. Okay, cool. In that box is Morgan's castle. Oh, but tiny. <laughs> all right. Fine. And like Doom wants a scrying pool within it. Okay. Because like he knows that like th- there's a power to it, and that's mm. what he wants. Meanwhile, like um, the okay, so there are f- there are these like automaton mm-hmm. things called the Furies. 
Okay. Rugged Fury. And there was a Fury that was created by Mad Jim Jaspers, which I believe caused the downfall of like the Citadel originally, or like the Starlight Citadel. Okay. And like force Merlin out of his position and let Saturnine go into it. Gotcha. There's like a land of them in Otherworld right now. Oh. And so Merlin awakens Arthur, who then turns the Furies onto any friend of Mordred, essentially. Gotcha. And so like they're starting to think that Mordred might be a mutant. Right. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm, yes yeah that's this cool is, this is very arthurian yes or it's like it's it's really in the weeds with it yes it's fun yes oh also i believe in the last issue just as a heads up um pete wisdom's brought back okay and he has a list of people he wants to have brought back as well because he's no longer welcomed in england he has no job anymore oh because mutants aren't like welcome there oh okay so he can't go back um and he essentially calls forth old members of strike okay like the agents of strike. All right. So I'm like, All I'm not right. too familiar with strike. Yeah. So. Well, he really didn't have any like war. He didn't really work with them, but Betsy has. So like, oh, I think we're going right. to see that play out as well. That makes sense. That's but like, we're getting very heavily into, uh, we're getting more heavily into some Excalibur lore. Great. You know, with that book, even though we have like some newer characters like Gambit and Jubilee on the yeah. team, we're getting a little more into it. So fans of Excalibur, this might be more your wheelhouse. Fair enough. I don't know. Sweet. Give it a shot. All right. Uh, I read Batman Catwoman number seven. This, did did you? Yeah. The reason why I'm bringing this up, at, well, besides the fact that I enjoy it, is that yeah. like uh, the new artist on it is Liam Sharp. Yeah. Uh, which you know was kind of a disappointment for me. Not that like Liam Sharp is bad, but okay. more that like I like a miniseries to have the same team, just for completeness' sake and you know theme. You know, it should feel the same mm -hmm. but there is a significant shift you feel from the art change mm. and uh there's a couple of great big crazy moments that while mm. i appreciated i also was like they don't make any sense uh so you know you're, you're seeing the uh, strings as far as tom king's concerned you know i love king uh on this book but you know i've had issues with his work in the past and i'm starting to see them a little bit in this issue uh oh but uh you know I still enjoyed mm. the bulk of it. And the only issue I had was just like, I, I really enjoyed the issue and this big crazy moment in it that I want to spoil. Okay. But also it's just kind of like, but how did that happen? But how did you do this thing? And it was just, it's one of those things that Grant Morrison would just get mad at me for asking, you know? Yeah. And okay. be like, what? Who cares how the Batmobile works? You know, but it's also like, but you want me to buy that these are human beings that do like do all these things that he, adults do. Mm -hmm. Anyway, it's a fun issue. I did enjoy it. And I still liked the art despite the significant change. Right. It, it is a very strong change. Like, yeah. I don't know if, uh, if, if Sharp's on it for the next half of the book, mm -hmm. but I will say that the art is so different from the Liam Sharp that we saw on Grey Lantern or the Liam Sharp we're seeing in Reptilian. So it's just a, he's so versatile. Oh, that's cool. I hope he is though on the rest of it because to have another change. I know just to change it back. It shows that you just wanted the book to come out monthly yeah. and like years later, no one will care. Like the, the month after issue 12 drops, no one's going to give a shit that the book was late. Yeah, no, but like if like listen, like it, if you need to change artists, only do it one time. Yep. Don't do it again. Yeah, not you for can't me. change it not, back. Not for it. This isn't an ongoing. Don't do it. Exactly. Like you just you just got to stick with it. Yeah. I mean, I guess if they go, do go back, that's fine. Yeah, like but it, one it just, weird issue. But like, no, you have a thing. Wow, this is very different. Isn't it different? Yeah, it's very different. Still works. I still dig it. It's you know what I I yeah it's 
it, this is a very this is a tonal shift. Yep, completely. That's uh, that's what I would be concerned about. Yeah, but it is like there is a shift, okay. and I think it's supposed to be felt, you know, or the, they found a way mm -hmm. to make it work. So I dig it. Check it out. You know, obviously, don't read this issue by itself. You're not going to know what the hell's going on. Uh, yeah. I have more. I, I know you do. Super chats or whatever. Yeah, let me get into those really quick. Okay. Um, Sean D. Tiffany, what are you playing? Because I need some new games. I'm playing the same stuff that everybody's playing right now. Um, but I, I I'm going through uh, Ghost of Tsushima right now. Yes. Um, I love that game. Um, I am playing the DLC of it currently. Mm -hmm. By the way, if you grab the game, and you have um the ps5 get the director's cut just because you'll get the the island expansion as well with it and you get that nice ps5 bump yeah. in terms of graphics and it is felt um you can play the dlc once you get into act two which is super nice for me i had never i had not finished act two because i was playing it live then i kind of stopped playing it then i started playing it on my own yeah that came out i was like oh my gosh i can actually just jump into Iki island and so <laughs> i did that and I'm not going to say anything about what actually happened. So no one else put any spoilers in the chat for people who haven't played this game. Please don't put spoilers in the chat. Um, I was playing Act 2. I completed Act 2. I began Act 3. And then I rolled my save back. Yeah. Because I was playing Yiki Island and I wasn't prepared for what happened. And I got to tell you, there's just some games that resonate with a person. And I'm not saying it's going to resonate with everybody. That game wrecked my day yeah. that day. <laughs> I was distraught from the events that happened between act two and three. Yeah. No spoilers in that chat. I don't want to see them. Right. And I'm keeping an eye on it. Uh, that's kind of the big thing I'm playing right now. Um, I've gone back to also uh, playing some uh, horizon zero dawn because obviously that next game is coming out as well. Yeah. Um, and if you're looking for a game and you haven't played control. No. Yeah. And you like superhero games or even sci-fi or things that are a little like weird. Right. Uh, I recommend that game. That was a lot of fun. There's a lot of story to it. And there is also DLC for that. It's in the same universe as Alan Wake without it being like it is directly connected, but like it doesn't have the it's same not like feel. a sequel to Alan Wake. It does not have the same feel at all. Yeah. So I I, I recommend Control. Cool. Uh, Kali Frederick, Doom has been really getting around a lot lately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're putting him in everything and it's very like Oh, he's all also he's getting around. Oh Wink. yeah. By the way, he has a moment with Betsy. Where like she stands up to him, she's like, "Okay, Doom," right. and he's like, and he grabs her by the chin. And he's like, "You know, if Doom ever needs a bride, I might consider you." What? She's like, "Back off." He's yeah. Like, but that said, don't talk to me like that. Right. <laughs> I, I think he was getting married in the dance lot book, but and then it didn't work out. I yeah. Don't know. So you know. Yeah, Lawrence Perry, a coin for you, good sir. Well, thank you, Lawrence. Well, really appreciate it, man. Thank you, thank you so cause much. A, cause a, a coin to your to your Witcher streamers. to your streamer. Yeah. <laughs> uh dan v900 liam sharp is on batcat for 789 which supposedly clan man will finish the last three man couldn't even do a bi-monthly i still wish the past catwoman was in purple with the coloring to delineate it yeah well there you go yeah that's too bad because i feel like it'd be cool if he just kind of like wrapped it up by himself mm. it just shows you know you just couldn't get the guy to finish the damn book. That's uh, too bad. Yeah, yeah, I got, uh, I got a couple. I got two more books. Let's hear them. I, I keep punching this mic. I, can't, I know. I can't. I, I talk with my hands too much. Me too. That's what the yeah. problem is. Mm -hmm. just, I'm just this. I'm constantly casting spells. <laughs> I read Defenders number two. Yes, I'm glad you checked it out. How was uh, it? It written by Al. Storytellers are Al Ewing and Javier Javier Rodriguez. Uh, with art also by 
Javier Rodriguez. I, I think it's just how they're doing the storytelling mm. back credit. Okay. Um, this book is great. Uh, I like Javier's art. I do feel like this issue was a little looser. Mm -hmm. I still like it, but there were a couple, there were more instances and panels where I was like, okay, mm. that was the decision. Yeah. Um, oh, I wasn't in particular this panel. Is this not Marcos Martin? Is that who was supposed to do it? I think it's both or Javier is doing the covers. I don't know. Oh, well, I mean, I looked at the page. I know. Well, if the page says it, then that's that. See? Yeah, you were right. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it just reminds me of Marcos Martin. That's oh. weird. Um, well, either they printed the wrong thing or... But anyway, there's like a couple of panels here or there. Yeah. Like this one. I'm like, super long neck, really weird. Like, yeah. Just, but they're just, they're few and far between. And overall, I, I like the the look and feel of this book. Mm -hmm. Um, This book, of course, dealing with... um strangest hastily put together defenders team and, yes. and they're like traveling through time although that opening page is spectacular it's just, wow it's so, yeah that's right i remember you showing me this that. is a spectacular splash page opening sort of like <laughs> begin the book here it is mm -hmm. um they've gone back to the sixth cosmos where the omnimax the devourer of that <laughs> like like universe okay. is um but so is the mother of galactus yes uh so we get to see baby galactus yay he's just cute he's, he's in like a little like special thing that takes care of him entirely Aww, look at him his mom doesn't even like deal with him because she's like no he has everything he needs here and i have to save the world she and strange have a moment yeah yeah where he's like well hello and she's like <laughs> hello she says he's handsome he's like oh well, well thank you silver server's having a narration he's like oh steven not now <laughs> <laughs> oh steven steven stop that's just awesome in your pants for like a second man Love come it. on He's this is the mother of the devourer of our, our, our universe. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> so right. Come on. They have a term for that surfer. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to say it here, but you know, what's right? up? Come on. Um, it's, this is a very, this issue is very heavy for silver surfer. Silver surfer does a lot of like introspective uh, introspection because like, obviously he's watching this world fall and yeah. he's having this moment of like thinking of Zen law and like the the decision he made and he's like is this what will happen here is right. this what it is like that's cool um then he sees galen as a child and like he reaches out and like you see his like hands like powering up mm -hmm. and he's gonna kill him yeah and that's when the masked rider or shows up masked raider shows yes. up and is like you know i can't let you do that i can't let you change time you know like i'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm beholden to that mm -hmm. and he's like oh you thought i was gonna kill him no i'm just like dazzling him with like a light show oh that's sure um because no what he does is he picks him up like he wants to get his attention he picks him up and he continues to do that and what he ends up doing is like giving him knowledge oh. and like it's like a knowledge of like sorrow and joy and, and other such things so that like when he hungers it he feels bad about okay it. and like <laughs> i was awesome. like because like he says that like in his narration he's like you know this devourer here the omnimax seems to revel in destruction and consumption. Right. But our Galactus does it because he has to. And right. Like he often has like battled with it. And like this book basically made it so that it's the Silver Surfer that gives him that. I like that a lot. I was like, that's neat. You're yeah. saying that this always happens. The Silver Surfer goes always back comes and back. like gives him that like bit of like internal conflict about what he's doing. That's really cool. I'm like, that's interesting. Yeah, I like that. Um, they uh, essentially uh, Galen's mom creates like an empathy cube. She calls it a mm -hmm. mother cube. Uh huh. 
It's like a mother box. Yeah, and like it's meant to like affect the Omnimax so that he does feel bad about things. Okay, all right. Uh, we see that um, Carlo Zota, who is who the Mass Raider was trying to chase after in the first place, that's why the defenders are brought together. Yeah, has arrived and he is the Omnimax's herald. Okay. So Silver Surfer and he like clash and Silver Surfer inevitably ends up taking his power. Oh, he's like, this guy is actually more powerful than I am, but I've had the power cosmic longer than he does. And so I know how to use it. Right. And so he, and he's like, and I know how to take it. That's awesome. And so he pulls it from him and like strange can't use magic right now because it's so out of whack. Okay. Because of what he did and the magic he tapped into <laughs> by accident. Yeah. Uh, he inevitably ends up needing to use it in order to like shoot the emotions from the box at the Omnimax. Yeah. And that ends up like overloading his magic and they are thrown through time um, yet again back to the fifth universe. Yeah. Um, where we see Mora Dunn, who is a character Al Ewing created, I think back in like 2005 or something like that. Yeah. Or 2015. It's one of those <laughs> two. I don't know. Uh, so we're just hopping at this point right i dig it it's yeah. fun and like i'm wondering if each individual like character who's on the team is going to have like kind of a spotlight issue since this is i think a mini so yeah it's it looks cool even if it isn't it will be <laughs> it looks cool it, it has that edge of like being a more like you know underground kind of comic um having that retro vibe to it totally and it's just a bunch of people that go on an adventure I love and, like, it. Throwing in the deep end with characters you may not be super familiar. Totally. With. So I, I dig it. That's great. Uh, I have, and I have one more after that. Okay. Because we have to talk about X Force. That's true. That's true. We actually have to talk about X Force. All right. Can we talk about X Force? Do we? Can, 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 can we, we? Do we have a minute? Can we talk about? Can we? Can we just like talk about X Force here? I think we got to talk about X Force. Do you know what happens in X Force? No, I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> this was an. This is an issue that they said you had to read. That's that was awesome. In the description. <laughs> They're like, that's this great. Is, this is an issue you must read. Sure. Which I'm like, really, okay, why I'm, not? I'm really busy. I missed a lot of books this week. Well, no, but like, yeah, this wouldn't have been on your. You're, no, you're I didn't even hear. Well, so I didn't like, hear anything. Like, it's fine, and nothing super huge happens, but it's setting stuff up apparently. I'm okay, like, great. Okay, oh, written by Ben Percy with art by Martin Cocolo. Cocolo, yeah, or Cocolo. Cocolo. I don't know. I'm bad at words. Um, Beast is a jerk. Yep. And he says that, like, a lot of people are like, I miss, like, nice beast. <laughs> he literally says that. Who says that? Beast. <laughs> he's about himself? About himself. Okay. Um, But he's like, that's not what they need right now. They need a bastard. Oh, my that's God. Crazy. You've been I'm a like, bastard stop. for, like, five, ten years. Stop. But, like, he's he's commenting on the fact that, like, somewhere in Cerebro, there is that version of him. Oh. And, like, he's died one time, and he doesn't want to die again because he's concerned that they'll play with him. <laughs> They're like we've we're done with this we're guy. We're done with this. Just, just well, we know where he ends up, so just, it's not like just it's bring nice beats back. Yeah, just, just enough of that. It's fair. Um, there. <laughs> okay, so you know, um, the the Zeno group, the guy with the peacock. Yes. Face. Mm -hmm. He is working with Mikhail Rasputin. Oh. And providing him with like an army mm -hmm. of like forced like they're mutants in that way that like this guy grew them to be like that okay all right they have a special set of skills that make it a nightmare to deal with essentially mm -hmm. mikhail does not get the number he wants um this, this book has this moment and i'm like 
Okay. <laughs> because they're like, they're out in Siberia. They, sure. They're literally, they're in Siberia. It is a snowstorm. They arrive via rail. Mikhail is there in his grandiose cloak. Yep. He's huge and posing. He's upset. And then you hear someone scream because as they've been chatting, a polar bear or an ice bear has shown up <laughs> and he's huge and he's just wrecking stuff. And I'm like, I feel like you might've seen that coming, yeah. but I mean, you know, if it is like a blizzard or whiteout, maybe not. Right. Yeah. 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 So he rips into one of the guys, all the mutants like start showing off the goods they've got. Like one of them has like an arm that can like shoot off and then be pulled back. <laughs> and they've got all kinds of powers, but their main power that they have that makes them the nightmare is the fact that they create like nesting doll esque ah. versions of themselves. Polar bear ate a chunk of the guy. So then a little tiny version of the guy bursts out. <laughs> And all of his like pals are like, yeah, that's so and stupid. He's little. Okay. They have been on Krakoa before. They were all going like those bodies of the little nesting doll versions of them were going to be burnt, but be like grabbed one because yeah. he wanted to study it. Right? Sure. Yeah. So he cuts it open with his scalpel and like this thing's tiny when you see yeah. the size of like the scalpel blade going into it. Mean, yeah. It's tiny. And when he does that, an even tinier version bursts out of him. Of course. <sighs> It's like, ah, he swishes it. <laughs> uh-huh. And from that, and even tiny. Oh, version, my God. Crawls into Beast's ear. Uh-huh. And it's in him. And he's like, okay, I have to deal with this because I don't want to die because I don't want to come back as good Beast. Uh-huh. And so he ends up needing to get um, Tom Cassidy to help him with that by, like, growing a little tiny guy to go in and fight him. What? The dude inside of him. And so that's what Beast is doing right now. Awesome. Um. Mikhail takes the gentleman in charge of Zeno and puts him into a like he puts him into timeout basically. Okay. He's like, you know, you didn't give me the number I wanted. You're the kind of person who's gonna betray me. You're kind of a dick. Right. What yeah, at what point will you be like trying to like backstab take over. me? I'm yeah. just gonna i I'm just gonna take care of this right now. Mm-hmm. I won't kill you though. Always the villain mistake. Yep, of course. So he leaves him to to kind of think about life, right? Um, we get to, an opportunity to read a speech that Mikhail gives um, in front of like the government mm-hmm. of, of Russia and like everyone's on board. Right. Yeah. They don't like Krakoa. It's not a mutant issue. They just don't like Krakoa. Sure. Well, because like, like Mikhail is a mutant. Oh, yeah. And, like, yeah. Moscow supports their mutants. Yeah, huh? Right. OK. And then we reveal that behind <laughs> behind all of this is a writer. And it's a writer who's like helping him not only write his speeches, but to make things happen. Okay. Who kind of looks like a Russian version of Dominic. <laughs> uh-huh. So this is setting up some future ongoings, apparently based on, again, just that one thing where it's like, hey, you might want to read this if you want to have an idea of like, what's happening or what's coming right. at some point. I'm just excited because it's also it's an opportunity to get Colossus back into this. I think this is the book he was in originally. I think so. So I think this is a chance to bring him back in because a lot of people have been missing Colossus being involved with things. We got to see him at the gala. I think that got everybody all up in arms again about where what's Colossus up to right now. He hasn't been in a book. Bring him back. That's exciting. Yep. There you go. Agreed. Yay. All right, that's that sounds like fun. I don't know I, why that bear thing yeah, got me so, so much, but it did. It's just this huge bear, and he's just like, "Oh, I'm starving." <laughs> and then a little man jumps out of it, and all his friends are like, "Yeah, that's right, buddy." Yeah, it's cute. Little version all... of you. <laughs> Weird. Hell yeah. All right. 
that's that's X Force. Uh, Kevin Myers, Stephen Doctor Doom. Did you ever read Cantwell's Doom miniseries? If so, what'd you think? I liked it until the ending. Stay safe. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, yeah, I read it. It's it. I enjoyed it, and 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 I didn't enjoy it. It was one of those weird things where it was like it was fun, and then it wouldn't be, and then it was again, and it made me a little cautious about the Iron Man book. It, oh, it's fine. Like, yeah, it's it's fun and it isn't at the same time. It's like, oh, this is okay. Uh, Abe Sapien, hey guys, just wanted to thank you for introducing me to both Brian K. Vaughn and Chip Zdarsky. Oh, yay! Well, I'm happy to do that. Hell yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. As a Venom and Swamp Thing fan, what did they do? What they did with the characters was amazing. All right, the Brian K. Vaughn mm-hmm. uh, Swamp Thing run, yeah. Uh, although I don't know what Zdarsky did with Venom. I feel like that was Donnie Cates that you might be thinking of. But hey, but Chip Zdarsky is but Zdarsky is pretty great. So you know, no matter what, you 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 can't go wrong with those two creators. No, those Uh, two solid creators. Denial, Tiffany, how'd you feel about removing the magic that has a price rule with from Doctor Strange in the first issue of the Defenders? Uh, I they didn't. I think he mentions that like this is going to be this one's going to cost him something. Yeah, I think he just goes for it though. Right. Um, I I listen. I appreciate what Aaron did Mm -hmm. with that story. Like I love. Aaron's run and like introducing that yep. I, I feel like it was one of those things where it was like once they opened that box they couldn't go back yeah and like that's what he's been defined by at this point um and if they had given the like in my opinion uh from my subjective point of view the appropriate amount of time from like str- there's no magic in the world to magic is back yeah and like strange is constantly thinking about that cost then because he's just like i just got it back yeah we just we we were back up and running and i really need to think about this going forward that would be okay but like they brought it back quickly and then they're like let's not forget about that and then wade tried to introduce that like you know magical accountant yeah it was like balancing but you you know it got a little ridiculous yeah so i'm glad they like referred to it but not dwell on it but not defining yeah uh kelly frederick says he's hyped for daredevil 35 matt mary and electra team up agreed yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun uh jonathan smiley love you guys and hope you're doing well thank you very much jonathan we hope you're doing well too love to hear your thoughts on hellions number 15 it was crazy i haven't read it yet yeah no there's a lot that we haven't read yet but uh (laughs) i haven't read it yet been really busy but uh yeah i was on the list but then when i knew we were like going to be reviewing Mm -hmm. the movie as well i was like that's not gonna be it's we're not, not gonna, gonna make it we're already we're yeah. an hour into this yeah we haven't even touched on the movie no so. but i do want to mention this is like an, a reverse recommend because i don't know how many books you have left i'm done okay me too so like here's a couple of books that i wanted to read that i didn't get a chance to this week so i figured we'd just share that because i really meant to read in front of front number six which i did buy yes i really meant to read the nice house on the lake but i left it at home and didn't bring it in to read at lunch today mm-hmm. i really wanted to read savage avengers yep i wanted to read green lantern number six and uh suicide squad get joker number two blue and gold number two and shang chi number four i didn't even see that that came out and that's been one of the books that i've really been enjoying because i literally i've read all three of the shang chi so far I and, know. I, and i enjoyed every one of them and yes. do with the fantastic four maybe that's what it was yeah, it not is. always the biggest fantastic four <laughs> Uh, I also meant to read Justice League Infinity number three because I really enjoy that series. And uh, and I wanted to read The Conjuring. Yeah, I know. You and did. I wanted to really I wanted to read the unbelievable unteens. I think that's actually sitting in my my comicsology card. I believe it is. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't you want to read Avengers Tech on number two? No, I'm OK. <laughs> I, I read the first one and I'm and I'm happy that other people got to find out about it because of it, because we talked about yeah. it. But I don't think that's a book for me. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just I'm not. 
my mech style is really sad, yes. depressed people piloting mechs against their will because their dad has a really like ill-conceived plot That's very that he specific. would like to make and, happen. Uh, while I didn't get a chance to talk about it, I did read <clears throat> Not All Robots number two, and it is bizarre and crazy, and I know Ethan would love it. Oh, oh I also wanted to read um, uh, Swamp Thing. Yes. There were so many books that I wanted to read. Mm -hmm. So uh, before we jump into Shang-Chi, let's talk about some books that are coming out this week that we think you should check out. Let's talk out. about some books that we're going to read. Yes. And plus, probably talk about the other ones. Good, good Lord. I'm going to have to block out a day. Mm -hmm. um, I've got Marauders number 24 is coming out. Um, Eternals Thanos Rises number one. That's the like new series that comes out of the Eternals yes. series. So that's going to be um, written by Kieran Gillen. I believe the artist is Dustin Weaver. It's it's changed from Assad Ribbon. It is, yes. So he'll be still be doing the covers. So you just be you get aware. that consistency. But I was going to say, be aware of that art shift. That yeah. You're going to open that cover. It's not going to be Ribbon on the inside. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. Uh, the Joker number seven is coming out. I need to catch up more on the series from Time of the Fourth and Sam Johns and uh, Sweeney Boo. Uh, this is, you know, it's it's a great Jim Gordon book, but you know, we'll see where it goes. Uh, I have become less and less excited about this series as we go forward with more of James Tynion the Fourth's original characters. So who knows? Uh, the Trial of Magneto continues, number two, from Leah Williams and Jonathan Hickman and Lucas Wernick. Um, I, you know, this is this is the event. Yeah, and no well, one's I talking saw you about had it. it, so I didn't. You know. Yeah, and I know you're you're down. I'm down. Right, I'm in. Uh, Superman and the Authority, number three, from Morrison and Mikhail Yannon. This is a great series. It's crazy. When does it happen? Who knows? Who cares? Just a, just a nutso book and uh, very self-referential and fun. Uh, Kang the Conqueror number two comes out from Jackson Landing and uh, Colin Kelly and Carlos Mango. This, uh, this series is cool and interesting. I liked the first issue until you told me it was Rick and Morty. Uh, I'm but, sorry! No, it's, fine. it's fine. It's totally <laughs> fine. But uh, the, the issue was great. I'm excited to see where it goes from there. Urban Legends number seven. Of course, Batman Urban Legends number seven is coming out. Uh, Zdarsky is off the series. This is uh, Jackson Lansing, Colin Kelly, and Max Dunbar doing this book. Uh, this is a great like anthology. The cover was sick. I can't wait to see more. Uh, Fantastic Four Life Story number four is another book I got to pick up more of. Mark Russell, Sean is a Kazi. Uh, I really like this concept and I really enjoyed the first issue. I need to just catch up on the next mm -hmm. three issues after that. And I mentioned this as an honorable mention. Uh, I've not read more than two issues of Rorschach, but it is ending. And uh, while I was not a big fan of the first two issues of Rorschach from Tom King and Jorge Fornes, despite the art being phenomenal, uh, Tom King himself asked me to give it another try and I will and I promised him I would, but I'm doing it via reading the whole damn thing at once. Yeah. I, I don't think I would have stuck with it if I had been reading it month to month. It's one of those things where it's like I reviewed The Wild Storm by Warren Ellis and uh, John Davis Hunt back when uh, we used to do stuff for DC and uh, I enjoyed it, but each issue was so boring that I couldn't bring myself to review it anymore. And uh, I'll bet it's good. Like, mm -hmm. I'll bet I could enjoy it, but we'll see, you know, but I've and I never got to get a chance to sit down and read the whole damn thing. Uh, but this is one of those things where I'm going to do that, do just that. Now mm -hmm. I can. And just like last ride from Zadarsky and Miguel Mendoza uh, is another fun series. It's like a weird Elseworlds book that could take place in the current continuity because who cares what's going on with Martian Manhunter right now. Uh, but yeah, it's, just this little who asked for this just league book mm -hmm. about that looks very similar to our own. Plus the cartoon. If you're like, if you like uh, the justice league cartoon show, uh, you're probably gonna enjoy this. Nice. It's just a fun book. 
So those are recommendations for this week. Absolutely. Which you think you should check out. Um, W Vang 0013 says comic Shang-Chi and movie Shang-Chi are very different from each other with the movie being a huge hit. Do you think Marvel will change him to be like his movie version like they did with Star-Lord? I would say the current like run on Shang-Chi kind of has that vibe a yes. little bit. Um, I mean, from his, you know, original roots in, yeah. in terms of the type of character and, and the reason he was created. I, I think it's probably a good thing. Yeah, I agree that it's a little different. Um, that doesn't mean, Listen, am I the biggest Shang-Chi fan of all Shang-Chi time? Shang-Chi fan of all time. No, I'm not. Like he's he's, you know, come across um books that I've read as like a member of like, you know, other things, cast, yeah, uh, same occasionally. here. Occasionally. Um so like I've just been, you know, dipping my toe in with the Shang-Chi current series. Yes. The closest thing is really I've read I read the Immortal Weapons books. Yes, you did. Um but I I don't know if it's a bad thing necessarily. Um, but I do get the fear of like the movies influencing the comics in that way. Yes. I don't like it, but, uh, in this particular case, as long as here's the thing, you don't need to do it. Like the movie raises the awareness. There is a mini series. It's literally on the shelf as the movie came out. Yep. So, and it's right by Jean Luen Yang. So it's great. Yeah. So it is. yeah. Uh, but we are going to talk now about Shang-Chi, the movie, which we ended up seeing in the theaters Yep. Uh, via a special circumstance that uh, I won't get into. But, uh, but it happened and it was great. We were able to see it and we were able to be safe and, and, and healthy and yes. it worked out great. Uh, but we did see it yesterday. Uh, so Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. It uh, what, what were you, if, you, if you are running out to the theater and you don't have time for a review, uh, do you recommend the, the movie? Yes. Same here. I highly uh, recommend it actually. So now let's get into the nitty gritty, yes. Tiffany. Uh, and, and I want to, I want to listen, we're going to struggle through pronunciation here. Okay? Oh yeah. I already, I already pronounced his name. Shang. I know. I Chong, know. No, we're yeah. going to struggle with this for a number of reasons. One, we're going to, I'm trying desperately to remember what I heard them pronounce it in the movie. Mm-hmm. I don't always have the greatest memory for like audio cues. Like right. That. Yeah. Uh, second of all, we're from New Jersey. We already have an accent. Yes. That's very <laughs> distinctive to us. So it's, it's, Bear with us. Yeah. Bear with us. I'm American. I don't have an accent. Uh, <laughs> oh my but gosh, yeah, uh, Destin Cretton directed this movie with a uh, screenplay by Dave Callahan, Destin Cretton, and Andrew Lanham. Uh, this movie is obviously an origin story. It introduces you to Shang-Chi. Uh, it mm-hmm. reintroduces you to the Ten Rings for the third time, I believe. First time uh, was Iron Man 1. Yes. Second time was Iron Man 3. Yes. And the third time is this one. Uh, it also introduces you to a number of characters, but I was expecting it to be kind of MCU heavy, and it really only is until isn't until you get to the post credit scenes, which we will get into. Yes, uh, I will say we are going to get into spoilers, so uh, you know that, if you that, haven't seen that's it, that's going to happen. We'll give you a minute. Yeah, but I'm going to give you a second to you, either you, drop out or plug your ears or whatever. But this is the rest of the show. Folks. But this is the rest of the show. Like spoilers will be dropped, and it'll just end up happening. Yes, typically accidentally, even if we try. Not. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, a quick and dirty uh, outline of what Shang-Chi was. Uh, it's an origin story introducing you to Shang-Chi, uh, into his family, into the legend of his father and mm-hmm. what uh, his empire has grown into. Uh, introduces you to the world that you're dealing with, mm-hmm. the mystical city that they came from. No, not Kunlun. Uh, but it introduces you to the the rules, the magic or mysticism that is involved within mm-hmm. their uh, their world, and uh, and does a really nice job of just kind of introducing you to these characters that are on the fringe of the Marvel universe, yes. without making it 
integral to the Marvel universe mm -hmm. while not without making it dependent or reliant on the Marvel universe. I yes. feel like if Shang-Chi was a movie that was produced by a separate studio 15 years ago, it would have been very much the same type of movie. Mm -hmm. Like this is very much just, it's about these characters. It's about this world. They introduce it to you and it doesn't take a lot of time or effort to like, tether it to the Marvel Cinematic mm -hmm. Universe at large. It doesn't, it, it, in a post-Endgame world, didn't need it. Like, could have come early, could have come later, didn't matter. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah. What do you think? Um, I, I mean, like, I, when we left, I had, I, we were talking around on the way home, and I, you know, this is a character that not everyone's super familiar with. Which is fair to say. I mean, I think people, a lot of people know by name, have heard of the character, at least in the comic book going universe, but like, beyond that yeah not necessarily a character that a lot of folk might know about no um so naturally we got to do some kind of origin yes. story here and it would have been super easy and super lazy to do the standard origin story mm -hmm. but i feel like this particular film treated us like adults with an origin story yeah they're not afraid to kind of like you know like here's a little info i'm gonna kind of drop you into it and just know that i'm not gonna let you drown yeah you're going to be okay. Right. You it's it's one of those things where if you want to get a little bit more like the comments might be a little more cynical about it, I'd be like don't forget it's a Marvel movie. Oh, for sure. You know, like it's one of those I, things listen, where it's like, it's, like you know, you're still going to do it. Like yeah. you know, I listen, it is it's a superhero film. That's not a four letter word. It's right. not a bad word, all yeah. right? It's just it's it's just a type of film and there's plenty of other movies out there if you're not a fan of superhero films, you don't have to watch it. That's true. Unless you make money off of reviewing movies, then I'm sorry. You're gonna have to watch. <laughs> um, but you know, like it, even as a like superhero film, it has like its own style of genre here as well. But going back to my like like the origin story, yes, we've seen it happen before. Where it's like here, like it would have been really easy to be like, let's introduce him and let's learn about how, like you know, like we'll watch him grow as a martial artist or like as you know we watch him in real time we, yeah. we start where he's a little boy we watch him grow we do montages yep yep we could have done all of that we could have watched as like oh the 10 rings don't they don't have them they gotta they gotta go find them oh it's, <laughs> it's a quest it's a MacGuffin now right yeah now dad's already got them you know when we when we see shang as an adult we have no idea yeah he just busts out in a, in a huge fight and it's like okay yeah this we, kid this kid's already trained right i Thank you. You do tell me that, but I didn't need it for the context of that scene first. Right. Yeah. Movie's two hours long and it like it's one of those things where it's two hours long mm -hmm. and they end up using every scene and relying on it. It's not just like I, I, was, I was we were talking about it earlier. I was like, you could have cut this down to about 90 minutes. Sure. But you would have kind of hacked the bone like it. You could have summed it all up. You yeah. could have given us a really trimmed down version. If you were one of those, like, if, if you let people like the head of Marvel uh, do what they did, you know, mm -hmm. if, if you didn't believe that, like, minorities and women didn't sell action figures, like, mm -hmm. you could have just been like, give me the give me the short version. Sure. You know, you could have cut a lot of scenes that, like, don't really, that, that only work towards the character, mm -hmm. but still end up being valuable. Yes. Like, the movie is still, it's two hours, it doesn't feel like two hours. Mm -hmm. I don't think it felt like that. It's one of those things where I have seen MCU movies where I'm like thinking about what's going to be next, what it's going to be linking it towards, what's going to happen. And there's a great moment where, uh, and you've seen it in the trailer, where Shang-Chi is taken to an underground fighting ring and you see Abomination. And Abomination is, they just use this as an opportunity to be like, Abomination looked like, like bullshit in an Incredible Hulk. 
now people are used to it. Here he is. He looks more like the comic book counterpart. Uh-huh. And Wong's fighting him. And Shang-Chi doesn't get anywhere near that fight. And then it just wraps up and like they're they're like working together or something. Mm-hmm. There's some there's something going on. That is the closest thing. Oh no, they're they they apparently they fix fights. Right. Like the two of them are in on it. Yeah. Like what? So, but you get that. And that's the biggest like moment outside of post credits, which don't necessarily, I don't really count as part of the movie. Yeah. So it's like, I appreciate that because that was a little bit of like a, that's, that's your Marvel moment. Well, yeah. Also, We're going to focus mostly on also, the movie. In that on. same sequence, Helen is one of the um, black widows. Yes. She's one of the widows. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Helen's one of the widows who escaped. Oh, I read that someplace. Okay, <laughs> cool. I was like, oh, okay, that's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's the scene where you get all the Marvel stuff out of the way, and mm-hmm. then the rest of it, you don't have to worry about like what. Well, gonna... up until a little later on, when they drop a character, but th- that character is related to this now. Yeah, like, it is. It, he, he's part of this, and they had to address it. And yeah, I appreciate it. Like he's not intrinsically tied to the mythology at all, but they needed to address it, and they get to do it in a funny way and good for them. Right. Um, but yeah, like they're like, this is set in, in the Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. You know, Wong is there. Yeah. Abomination is there. Yep. Black widows, Black, the, extremist yeah. people. Yep. You're like, yeah. yes. Yeah. Like they're there. They're there. And they reference like the half population snap and all that stuff. Like they wrench in the blip. They do all that. Yep. But they don't like well on it. They don't, they don't lean on it. on it like a crutch. No, it's just there. No, 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 no. They're like this, this movie is in the MCU, but it, not going to rest its laurels on that right it's going to do its own thing as well it's one of those things where it's like you could have like they could have made it after iron man and like i would have been surprised but it would have been kind of neat Mm -hmm. uh probably wouldn't have done as well but like actually who knows now in a (laughs) post-covid world who the hell knows but like uh the because it comes out now you kind of can't just do an iron man again because it's part of a bigger world Mm -hmm. like you gotta make it connected mm-hmm. anyway. Uh, for the most part, you could actually cut those out and make a shorter movie by just making it direct. But you get a lot of origins in this. You get the origin of Shang's father. You mm-hmm. get an origin of Shang's sister. You get an origin of Shang himself. You get like a, a coming of, uh, like a, a, an awakening for his best friend, Katie. You mm-hmm. get um, an introduction of a mystical city. Yeah. You get the the real introduction of the Ten Rings organization. Yes, you get an organ. You get the 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 underground fighting ring, which could be a thing, like going forward that you could use. Sure, um, mythological characters and creatures, mm-hmm. uh, and more, which is kind of really awesome that they managed to balance it all out in only two hours and give you a, a, a beginning, middle, and end story mm-hmm. with arcs for every character. Yeah. Kind of, kind of a who thought that was going to happen. Yeah, and like it's funny because it's like when you think about characters like Shang Chi, like um, Iron Fist, you know, you you put them in that street level. Yes, right, because like that's the power set that they have. Right, they fight. They get in street. They fights. fight. They fight. Right, that's what they're going to do. Yes. Um, but they and I love those small stories, and I thought they did a nice job of like building it up. Yeah, because like. I was really when I when I announced the Shang Chi movie, I was like, "Sweet, it's gonna be like forty million bucks. It's gonna have like wire work, and it's all gonna be like that Ronin sequence from Endgame." Mm-hmm. That sounds like what I want to watch. Yeah, and it's like, no, it, it it is much bigger, right? And initially, I think I wanted that. Yeah, but I realized that, like, you know what? The movie that we ended up with, I'm like, that is what we needed. That's what we like. That's what I wanted from this. It turns out, like, yeah. when I when I saw it, I was like, yeah, yep. This makes sense mm-hmm. because it also puts him like on the map. He's like, no, 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 no. Like he is a bigger hero yeah. than just like a street fight. Right. Right. 
And I, but, and I, but he still could do that. Like you could do a sequel that's way well, more sure, intimate. And sure, quiet. sure. No, he could absolutely could. But like he also has bigger responsibilities. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, the going forward. Yeah, going forward. Obviously, like, yeah. Um, I liked I I liked the casting of everybody. Yes, in this. the cast. Let's talk about uh, the cast. Yeah, Sima uh, again. Simu Liu. Yeah, gonna apologize. Uh, I know him as many of us do, as 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 Jung from Kim's Convenience. Yes. Um, you want to you want to reference that we get a, yeah like we had that moment early in the film where um, you know he talks about when he first met Katie and how like he just come to a new school and some guy immediately started bullying him and like yelling like yo Gangnam style and he's like I'm not even Korean I'm Chinese and I'm like <laughs> Amma and Appa felt that one man <laughs> we get a very different Amma and Appa in uh, in this uh, in this movie in this movie um but yeah that's obviously where i know him from i've watched all of those seasons he is fantastic in that so like i was really glad to see a different range for him because i haven't really explored any of his other works because i literally had just maybe a few months ago finished the show the show and so like i was like oh great i'm going right into this and i thought i was going to be so stuck on him being that character it no. melted away within like the first 10 he's just minutes a good actor, yeah so he's able to be charming and fun yeah, as he yeah, is yeah. in that show but in this, in this yeah movie. no absolutely as someone else yes uh nor so aquafina uh i don't even know if it's divisive i think she's a fun i, think I she, like her she has her own show on comedy central like yeah. she's a comedian mm-hmm. and like she has her own thing uh but i was impressed by how like not you know, like I know her from Crazy Rich Asians, thanks to you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, she's gonna be that character. No, she like it's very different. Like, very she, different. She does a little bit of of humor. She does that. She a does... little bit, but it's like it's really dialed back. And she her character has a different role to play here. Right. And um, it's kind of cool. It is kind of cool. Um, do you want to talk about that? Or you just want to go through the cast first? Oh yeah, let's go through the cast. Uh, sure. No, no, no. You know what? Let's do that character. So like her, Katie, Katie and and Shang or Sean. Yeah. Which, that was i like that like, you like that i i like not i mean i liked her giving him a hard time oh yeah that. well because that's just that's just that's just work that's that's in the script so that you like don't ever pronounce it wrong well yeah but like when she's like that's what you named yourself right he's Your like well i was Shung. a child i was a 14 year old yeah. yeah um moments like that really for me solidified the fact that these two do have a friendship because that is a way of friend like you, they just told you this heartbreaking story. Yep. And she's like, well, hang on. Yeah. And she focused on like this funny like, thing. I'm, like, yeah, I feel bad for you. Right. But I'm still going to give you a hard time about how stupid that is. Yeah. Absolutely. That's really stupid. What you did there. Right. Like, oh, they found you. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. Right. Right. No, like, it worked out great. Um, But like, that is like those, those are like little tiny world building moments yes. for them because it's like these two are supposed to have known each other for quite some time. We don't really get an idea of, oh, maybe we do get an idea of how old they are. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. Because he's born of, in 96. Yeah. 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 But he like met her when he was fifteen. Yes, so they've had some time to build a friendship. Absolutely. Um, they're in a different place in their life. They represent different things, and I really dig that because it's like she's trying to find herself. Yes. He's trying to escape who he is. Yeah. Well, she's trying. She's avoiding finding herself. Yes. Yes. And she ends up finding herself at the end, or at the very least, finding something she's good at, which will be a good foundation. Right. For her to- or like for many of us, having that moment where in the theater, I was like, okay, this movie just. Just drop some truth on me and i need put to put a leave. spotlight on you yeah, yeah. i should leave mm-hmm. because now i'm, I'm nope mm-hmm. i have to go um but you know there's a moment at the beginning this is one of those moments where it's like if they had decided they needed to make this movie shorter it probably would have been cut but i feel like it's important to the to the sequence of yes. the narration where he goes to pick her up for their valet job yes drops in at her she still lives with her family right um 
and they're having like a family breakfast yes and she has nothing to do with it she ends up wanting to leave he's very respectful of that family yes um you know does all the right things when he's done with his food he takes his dishes to the sink Mm -hmm. she doesn't right you know, it's something he craves. Yes. He craves a family. Right. Because she takes it for granted or she's yeah. resentful and I was like, because I, she's like, I like that. It really yeah, sets it up. Works out. Because it really sets it up for later on when he's fairly forgiving of his father. Yeah. Because it's something he needs. It's something he misses. Exactly. And I was like, I really appreciate that sequence at the yeah. beginning because it's like, you it sets know, it up. you yeah. know what he's going to be like. It's a hole in his life. Yeah. Yeah. You have a theory, I think, about something that an, an empty chair in that family. I did, but I don't think it's right. See, I think it is. I think I, I think they deleted right. it to make it less like no. to, make, to make it less deep. I don't think it's dark. I don't want it to be that, though. I think it it's exactly dark. that. So here's the theory. And it's that he uh, he was sent when he was 14 to go and kill the man who murdered his mother. Yeah. And he he says to uh, to Katie that he couldn't go through with it. And then he reveals that he could go through with it. And so he did and it. So he did it. Now the, uh, the, the, he meets Katie at the same age and he has a real connection with that family. You suggested that actually Katie's grandfather was the murderer of his father that actually had a secret life where he was in the charge of this like mob and that Sean killed Katie's grandfather and then kind of like in Falcon Winter Soldier, where like Bucky is paying like I, respect yeah. to that, like to that, uh, the Japanese veteran. Yeah. You know, Cause he's like, he killed his son. Uh-huh. It's the same thing where he's like, but he befriends Katie kind of out of respect and like, I don't want it to sadness. be that. I don't want it to be. And that's that. like a secret. No, that's all that's hanging no. over their head. But that is what I said. I said that out loud. And I was like, I wish I hadn't said that yeah, out loud. I think that's exactly what it was. And then they're sitting at the pool and he's like, I killed your grandpa. He doesn't, but do he doesn't that, say that. So and I'm I like, that's no. he does. And they cut it. I bet you they cut it. They were like, that's too dark. It's too sad. We can't have a scene where they go, like, she's like, screw you. I thought I knew you. And then she like, gets into archery, you know, like, no, I'm like, I think that's exactly what happened. I think you, yeah, I think don't, you nailed it. I don't want it to go that way. Tony Chu Wei Lung uh, is an incredible actor and he was a great job. Yeah. With, uh, Shu Wen Wu. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I, his mandarin basically yes he's spectacular like his ability to encompass like a like a real hard ass and like a cutthroat individual like you feel for him yeah and to like to becoming like this like family man yeah this like you know like he is all about his family he really does love his wife like there isn't there's nothing about it where like it's like a false change. Like yeah. He really does change. It just doesn't take because yeah. like, he's so hurt by it that he just reverts back to the only thing he knows. I feel for this guy. Yeah. I also immediately like he's broken sword from hero. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you like that. I was like, I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah. Um, for me, I know he's done plenty of stuff from then to there. I just haven't seen it. Yes. Um, yeah, he's, he's, he's great. great. He's great. Like his, his ability to like change his facial emotions, his um his charisma, yeah, and also his conviction, yes, in what he's doing, mm-hmm. um like he just yeah I I yeah hundred percent was like I was in his corner but also not I'm like no it's, I know you're not but it's like one of those things where he's the villain yeah. and it's like you're he's compelling mm-hmm. which is important yeah he's also the fourth Mandarin obviously the first Mandarin uh in charge of like a kind of Taliban esque uh organization second one was uh uh 
Trevor Slattery. Yeah. And then the third one was uh, Guy Pierce, who was like, I'm the Mandarin, actually. And then uh, we but, he's the actually, but he's like, not he's actually that. He's not actually the Mandarin. No, he's not that at all. He's like they named, you know, after they, an orange. Yeah, they named me. Yeah, they 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 you approximated it. No, after uh, after a chicken dish. Yeah, which is hilarious. Uh, I also thought and good for that. I like, like that scene. I like it, but I don't think it actually was relevant to the conversation they were having. It just kind of he brought it up, and then it's like he did it because they needed to do it. And I'm like, there's because he's like, oh, we'll talk about your and your name and your family lineage and all that. You know, my name was was approximated and made and anglicized to be the stupid thing. And I'm like, no, that's not I no, you just I needed that scene. In the I movie. think it is important because like you. All right. So in that moment, like we understand that, like he is sincere in what he is doing oh, yeah. because we have just met him. You know, his sister has gone to, to like to tell us that, like, he's a bad man. Yeah. And here are the reasons why. Right. Because like she knew him longer in that sense mm -hmm. than like as a caring father. Exactly. Right. I feel like you need that because like first he's a he's establishing like this is this is how we're doing this, by mm -hmm. the way, folks. This is how we're getting from Iron Man's yep. Ten Rings to here. So we need that. But he ties all together with the fact that like his wife was the only one who ever used his true name. Yes. He's had many names. He's worn many hats. Right, exactly. He's been many yeah, no, you, and it. some people have actually co-opted right, what I name. do. Yeah. Like it's important and like it's a, it's the power behind it. Right. But like she used my true name. Yeah. And no one else ever has. And now that that's gone, I went back to this. Yeah. That's fair. Like, I think that is important. Yeah. Love it. Also, there is power like in a name too, because it's like as many people know who are who don't have, especially if you're look, if you're if you're from anywhere else that isn't America and you try to have a name here that isn't American, we struggle with it. And some yeah. people are just jerks about it. So mm -hmm. like, there's also that statement too, where there's oh, power yeah. in a name and trying to get it correctly. Right. At right. least try. Yeah. Which we do. Uh, so yeah. Uh, then there's the big surprise reveal, which I don't, I oh, was hang on. No, before we get to the big surprise, reveal, right. let's talk about a sister. Yes. Uh, Manger Zhang. I'm sorry. Uh, Zhang? But, but I don't know, but uh, yeah, I guess it would be Zhang, but uh, Shailing. She, she's great. She's great. She's great. I, I, I love her. I love, like I like the maturity that they used. Well, that's perfect because she's the younger sister, and like even in the comic I'm reading now, she's much younger, which I'm glad they didn't go that young. Yeah. Um, but she's the same thing where she like she's into the family business, right? And like what they do, right? And they still kind of don't respect. Yeah, like, she's a little more immature though because she's so much younger. But this version of her, yeah, really I, works. I, I dug her, and like you know, she's she's a, a phenomenal like actress and a great like martial artist as yes. well i don't know if she actually does it but like she looked great <laughs> she looked like, she, she looked great doing it yeah well i'm just saying like she looked like she knew what she was doing right so like right right kudos yeah uh follow chen was great again yes. everybody was yeah. they, they, so there was, she, yeah she was she was she didn't get a lot of, of play but no like, but she gets to do a lot of interesting like yes she that like act of them falling in love was so well done yeah there wasn't a question about what was happening no no yeah. that's true uh, it was and great to see uh, Michelle Yeoh show back up. She's so good in something. Yeah, we were just because uh, we have, we watch a lot of Pluto, and so like a lot of like Bond, Bond movies, movies are on. on, and so like she was there, obviously, as her character Waylon from yep. that. Um, is but a backdoor she's, pilot to make a Waylon movie. Yeah, they should have just done that. I can't believe they didn't. I would have loved to have watched that. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, she's an incredible actress with an incredible body of work. Um, yes. And when she showed up, I was like, oh, hooray. <laughs> and I thought it was nice because like, not that they, you know, they're supposed to be sisters and like, I buy it. Right. You know what I right. mean? I buy it. I'm like, yep. Okay, mm -hmm. cool. But yeah. very different presence. Mm -hmm. I love her. Yeah. And I'm so glad that you didn't kill her. No, me too. I was, so I was really, I knew that was going to happen. Like, she just I, got I felt here. it. I'm like, well, don't kill her. her. Yeah. Yeah. No, great. she has not aged today either. She is <laughs> stunning. Yeah. Stunningly beautiful. Yep. 
and the rest. Like the children acting was great. I was very yeah, the surprised case they by got, that. They did. They. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Yep. And I, I hope they did a yeah. great job aging them up. Yeah. Like each actor who pl- portrayed Shang Chi. It worked in the yeah. progression. Yeah, agreed. Especially that little baby. Right. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. Anyway. And who cares about Razor Fist? I had no, I had no complaints or compliments for Razor Fist. No, was he was fine. Weird. Yeah, he was, and he was there, and he did the thing that he's supposed to do. Like uh, you could, you could, you could write it blindfold. The scene where he's like, "We have to fight. Yes, we have to stick together. Yes, ha 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 ha." Mm-hmm. If we had been in a theater with people in it, it would have been like it, there would have been that forced "I have to laugh" moment. Yes. Instead, it was just stony silence from us. Yeah. <laughs> But whatever, no complaint. You know, Razor Fist. There's a dude in our Discord, by the way. If there's a link uh, in our every description of every video we make, where you can join our Discord if you are so inclined. But there's a dude in our Discord who was obsessed with Razor Fist and just kept posting pictures of Razor Fist over the last year. And I was like, huh, "You're welcome, dude. Here's your Razor Fist. Here, here he comes." I was just, I was just kind of like, "Man, there's that dude who loves Razor Fist so much." Here you yeah. go. But that was so weird. <laughs> and I was like, "Man, Razor Fist. You could have taser faced him, but oh well." Right. But, you know, but instead, you know. it's just weird. Yeah. But everybody's great. Like, it was just really, really well cast. There was no duds. No. No. And I thought so it was unexpected. interesting, too, because Michelle Yo, Yeah. Um, and Aquafina worked together already. Oh, yeah. In, uh, in Crazy, in Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they... You know, I don't know if they were, I don't know if they ever had any on-screen moments together, but I yeah. was like, oh, that's fun. Yeah. She's just so great. She is great. I mean, she was in Crouching Tiger, so. Well, um, you, know. you know, you know. You know, but like, it's fun to like see her not only stretching those muscles, mm-hmm. those literal muscles, yeah. but also her acting muscles. Absolutely. And like, you know, being part of this. Yeah. You know who else is great? Who? Sir Ben Kingsley. He is great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am like, I'm thrilled he's in it. Mm-hmm. I'm sad that he was like, that he was not good enough that he is not too good to be in it. This isn't supposed to be his movie. And no, like, I so know. like I thought he was like, but, I you know I'm just, his star has fallen. And I was, like, he I was, was surprised that. he was here at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I get it. And like, I appreciated it because he kind of got to have like, not necessarily the butt monkey role, but like that, like he was an exposition character. He was an exposition character, but, and like, he and also, and he the rest provided of like humor. So yes. the other characters, could be funny could maintain their dignity but like also needed like to like they're like w- there are some serious goings on here and i have to deal with that so yes. like kingsley really and his character already is suited to that it's also really like sick just seeing how good he is like ben kingsley is a brilliant actor and it's so frustrating to not see him in everything mm-hmm. and like he's and, and to used in such like a like when he just slips into a like scottish accent to do just a jokey Macbeth, it's like you know what it reminds me of? There's this really terrible movie called The Score, and it scars uh, Edward Norton, Robert De Niro, and Marlon Brando, mm-hmm. and it's really bad. Uh, but there's a scene where, because like it's just a garbage movie, and for some reason those two said yes, and Edward Norton's like, "We're too good to be in this movie," so he'll in you know, see where Edward Norton did where he rewrote the movie. But like there's this, Edward Norton's character is he is a, he is a scumbag and he is a uh, con man, mm-hmm. and he pretends to be a mentally handicapped janitor in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like his character pretends to be it, and he's too convincing. It's one of those things where it's like his character is it's just, oh, Edward Norton is a brilliant actor and he was able to slide into being like a, you you feel bad for mm-hmm. that character in that scene, but you're not supposed to and because you know that he's faking it, but he's faking it to using his acting muscles. So he's actually convincing. Right. And that's what happened with Ben Kingsley, where he just 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 as a joke slid into Macbeth and he did yeah. a flawless Scottish accent. And it's like, I never hear any Scots actually play Macbeth. Are you freaking kidding me? Well, just draw just a little listen, just a listen. little reminder that he's brilliant. Okay, all right, yes, <laughs> yes. However, he also did the Blood Rain movie. Yes, he did. 
That's a problem. So I just, I, I always, listen, I love Ben Kingsley, but yeah. like, never forget that. Yeah. Never forget that. Never forget that, but never forget also that he's like Gandhi and a sexy beast. And he's just, he's an incredible actor. Right. But I mean, like, I would say like, he's, the role he has in this is the role he should have in this. And I think. Right. Oh like, no. Yeah. I'm glad they didn't. Nick, it, well, he's, that's Trevor Slattery. He's a drunken, like yeah. douchey Brit actor. Like, what I will say is like, the thing I remember the most about him from this movie is his uh, Planet of the Apes conversation so funny. with Aquina. Genu like, genuinely funny. An actual funny joke. Like that was spectacular. It landed. That was almost like he just came up with that. Right. Yeah. Like he was like, he was just riffing with that, that. Planet of the Apes story. Just nailed it. That got me at every beat. Yeah. Too. Right. Every time every that they beat, added more to the joke, yes. it worked. Yeah. And like, yeah. Yeah. Creature design. Excellent. Creature design. I thought was great. The double butt monster as Morris. So cute. He's adorable and fluffy and they're going to make a million dollars on those plushies. They better. I'm going to buy one. Night, right. Um, but like, gen but when you go to Tello and you see yeah, this, like the like all the bestiary, yes, yes, like I was, I was right there. Yeah, it was beautiful, and I, I hope they make a ride out of it. And you pointed out something interesting as well, mm -hmm. where it was like uh, about the creatures, about the mythology. When you get to the to the mystical city, I did. Yeah, they didn't point it out. Yeah, no, 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 it. yeah, no. There's no there's character no, going, what? This is whack. Yeah, like, there's like, no moment like that. Nobody has that reaction. Um, first of all, Slattery's like he's used to seeing it, and and like it's just like that's yes, that's what's here. And like actually, they had that reaction when Morris shows up, and I thought that was that that, that actually was, worked. Yes, well, because it also comes out of nowhere, yeah. and they're really not in a place where you would see that. No, like, it's like you're going to a mystical city, you might get to see a Pokemon or something. But in this moment, you're in a you're in a dungeon. It's just like this thing comes out. No, like, ah! I, yeah, I, I really appreciated that. Like they just they appreciated the beauty. They knew what they were getting into already. It was already explained to them as a land of like mythical creature and like and and you know mysticism. Yes. And so like when they get there, we don't have to have that like what are these? Awkward, like what's happening? They're just there. Yeah. And it's beautiful. Right. And, they just and I don't actually it. know the true name of the lion dogs, no. but I loved them. <laughs> They're great. It was so, so cool. Much. It's one of those things where like you see them in popular culture and in like regular society based yes. on like, you know, statues and such. But like, you know, like who's gonna make a movie well, to show you okay, them interacting going, with human beings? It's really it's like, making a movie that in American culture that we would see. Cause I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about like Chinese cinema. I don't having know. Them, like, Oh no, they're like, all over the place. They were just so it's cool to see them and like watching them charge into battle where yeah. it wasn't played up. No, they were just, they were back there doing their thing. Cause what are you going to do? Food dogs. That's it. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that's exactly so what cool. Like, I was just like, wow. Like that's really awesome. Yeah. They're there's the, and they're beautiful. Yeah. And the and end, I just wanted to right. Just, <laughs> and then of course you got dragons. Yeah, yeah, and like you know, I was really expecting Finn Fang to show up at this. Movie. I know, and I was like, you're not getting that. Like, they said it's the dwell in the darkness, and that's not who that a character is. No, and that's the thing. That's that also not who that character is. They used the character. man, they got the face kind of. But he's like a dude usually. He was a dude. He's just a big scary monster dude. But I think he wears like a suit. He's one of the fear lords. He's cooler now. It's he's a big fun. scary monster. I really don't have a problem with it, but yeah. I was like, you're not getting this, is not Fin Fang Foom, and that would not work at all, and that's not appropriate. It, it would be a little it's weird. It's inappropriate, and it's not okay to, mm -hmm. to do that with this movie. Yeah. Um, but it's not westernized dragons. So like, I'm like, it, they're they're great looking. Yes. Like, just really, that dragon was so pretty. Yeah. And scary. Right? No, it worked out great. Yeah. So, like, ultimately, I mean, you know, not to wind things down, but I really, like, I, I enjoyed I the movie. Fun, I, I had fun watching I it. I honestly look forward to watching it again. I would like to see it again. I really liked the score. Yeah. You know, um, I liked the locations. Right. They, it wasn't just 
there's just, a, there yeah. wasn't just the mystical city. You no. know what I mean? Like there's a scene when they go up to like the And uh, we don't go to like something that like you would like you know, we don't go to like, you know, Hong Kong or like, you know, mm-hmm. something like that. We go to Macau. Yeah. We go to Macau. Right. That's different. And I think they're in San Francisco. Yes, they're in too. San Fran. Yeah. But like it's just you know, they're different settings that are completely work. Right. And right. like show different sides to culture. Yeah. And I thought that was really cool. When they go up to like the uh the build the high rise that the indoor fighting that the underground fighting ring is in and it, you see all that scaffolding, I'm like, there's gonna be a fight on the scaffolding. Well, sure. <laughs> like you knew that was gonna happen. Sure. I mean I don't I don't listen. Have have we seen fights like that before? Yes. Do I still want to see fights like that? Totally. Yes. That's another thing. The fighting scales. Yeah. And like in a nice way, it's not like overly done. I no. don't think you're watching a movie in which martial arts are supposed to be right part of it. Yeah. So I want a lot of martial arts in it. Yeah. But it wasn't such a detriment to the story because, mm-hmm. you know, you're also still telling a Marvel movie. So you need to have some sort of story. Yeah. Putting it all together. That first fight is great it's mm-hmm. unexpected it's in a, like an unconventional location yes uh there are stakes yes but they're not super high it's I mean, just, they're, they're regular people it's a lot of lives it's not the world it's yeah. not the city it's just a couple yeah people. it's it's very much like a um sort of the rock yes chase scene yeah the humvee mixed, chase yes i i you know this was done with a bus that's like one of those two-part buses mm-hmm. that like i'm like yeah that would happen this is this is a disaster yeah and then every other fight after that is slightly different but like you know but ratcheted up yeah because it's like she ha- he has the fight with his sister and while that fight isn't as long it is you know it's going to be it's it's more deadly in a way yeah. because it's like not only a fight in which you know the two the two opponents are equally matched, mm-hmm. but it's also a fight of words and like, you know, yeah, just trying to like get the job done. Exactly. And we, we go from there until the final fight, which is of course like big and grandiose. And yes. it's like, that's great. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing is like, would I, would I have hoped for a smaller movie? I did when it was announced, mm-hmm. um, but there's also that other element to it. It's not just about them giving us a pretty dope look like compared to third acts and some Marvel movies like this one, I think was a little better Mm -hmm. uh, than most in terms of like there being, you know, it looking a little better. Like the dragon fight, I thought would like actually looked really good. Yeah. You know, like Shang using the, the rings in his way. I was like, that's really cool. Like how they did it. It was, it, you know, it made sense. It was, it was part of the world. It was just, it didn't look like, like it didn't look bad. There's that big shot where like everything's falling. I'm like, Oh, that looks really nice. Like that's actually like, you know? Yeah. Made you feel good. Yeah, honestly, like I thought they did a really excellent job of building the tension of even that final battle. Like, you know, he's going to win. Yeah. Like, you know that because you're watching (laughs) a Marvel movie, you know, he's going to win. The hero's going to win. Yeah. Um, But like, as he's like defeating the uh the the dweller in the dark yes and like everyone's watching him up there i i i felt like that level of like is it gonna work anticipation of like the drop or like whatever he's gonna do like it was there yeah should we talk really quickly about the rings themselves sure yeah obviously changed um, very very all because of the gems i get it you got to change them. You can't have like magic rings that you one eat each one. You got to collect. Thank you. It's that's different. literally it. And like, it's not five this time. It's double. Yeah. You can't do that. No, like, you can't that do just the gems again. Like you like, even if it's because they're different accurate to the comics. Yeah. It's just going to look, it's it, going to look lazy. It's going to look lazy. And so, so just, like, I am, I am pleased that they changed them and they turn into something else. Yes. And they made it maybe part of some like larger plot mm-hmm. as evidenced by the post credit scene. Yeah. Uh, which I guess we can get into. The post credit scene was, uh, was interesting. Yes. Uh, what? Yeah. No. Sorry. Wong uh, goes and collects Shang Chi and 
uh, Katie, and yeah. he's like, "Welcome to the MCU, bitch. Here we go." Like that's legitimately the scene. It's like I you're know. part of the MCU, whether you I like know. it or not. You're in it. We're gonna call you. Meet Captain Marvel. She's not leaving anytime soon. Here's Banner. He's not Hulk anymore for some goddamn reason. Someone said why. It's a super chat. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, we'll have to get into it. It's it's, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Which I hadn't even thought about. That didn't even strike me. I I was too busy thinking about the fact that they're forming the Defenders. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Which they could. I was like, oh, we're getting Defenders. Yeah. Hey, listen. That way, Strange can be an Avenger and Wong can be a Defender. Because mm -hmm. they're not going to get rid of Wong. It's like Wong is an integral part now of yeah. this thing. It's like War War Machine was like not an Avenger, yeah. but like he kept showing up in Avengers movies. And it's like, listen, you're an Avenger, dude. <laughs> like, Wong, listen, you're an Avenger. You had to go to Tony Stark's wedding. Yeah. He could be um, a secret Avenger. Right. Yeah. Hey, listen, I'll take in a secret Avengers team. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. But he could uh, be a regular Avenger too. But right. like, you know, I was imagining. Because they were like, it's literally because of the location they were meeting and it's all like secretive. And, like, yes. and I'm like, yes. Right, make a secret defenders. Ooh. But yeah, they're getting into the like, what are the rings made of? How old are they? They're older than a thousand, like ten thousand years old. Uh, what could they be? What could they be? They sent out a beacon. It's a beacon. What are they? Who are they calling? What's that all about? They rule out a few things. No vibranium, mm -hmm. not cosmic, or something. Or right. at least Captain Marvel doesn't recognize it. You know, there's a mystery afoot. Uh, I honestly, I think it's an Eternals thing. I think it's just there's a celestial. I was coming. wondering that as just, well. The, the mystery is going to be one month long. Yeah. And it's going to be and like. Those are his rings. Right. They're his blings. I take that. I, I love that idea only because, like, I don't want another goddamn 10 year long. Oh, our character's going to turn around menacingly and look at the camera. Yeah. Maybe Sean Gunn will have to, or James Gunn will be forced to put him in your movie for no reason. Like, no. Well, hopefully, just, it's not a beacon for Galactus. Well, that's the thing. It's like, I, I don't think it will be. <laughs> Uh, but if it is, I mean, yay, Galactus. But yeah, why would it be? Why yeah. would it be? You know, I, I don't know. But uh, know. I'm not here to speculate on that. I don't care. I, I did enjoy, um, you know, there those Carol and, and and Bruce are there so briefly. Yes. But there's like that bit of banter. Yeah. Where she's like, oh, I gotta go. I gotta. I gotta. He's got your, He's, he's got, got my, my number. number. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I, I don't know why she does this. I don't have her number. Right. Yeah. Oh well. Bye. <laughs> like. I love Mark Ruffalo's befuddled take on Bruce Banner. Yeah. I, I don't know. I what, What's happening? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to the next one of these. Right. There's a lot to talk about with this. There's a lot of subtlety to the, to the story. Um. The, the fact is it's a, it's a, it's an epic sprawling adventure and prepare your Vin Diesel memes, but it is all about family. Right. At the end of the day, <laughs> like at the end of the day, that's really is what this is about. And they're not like trying to shove it in. Yeah, that is an element to Shang Chi's character, and you know I'm glad that they really put it at the forefront because it also does make it feel different. Yeah, from some of the other films. Agreed. You know he's a very different upbringing as a hero. We've already set up that he's clearly going to have some issues with his sister. Yeah, she's chosen to do because she gets a post credit scene, and that was an interesting thing. Because yes. and you know what it's doing? It's following that same trend that like mm -hmm. all the MCU like things have sure. worked in Phase Four, where they're like we're just setting up the villains. Mm -hmm. You know, we're just setting up. We got Kang. We got uh, Sharon. Well, she's like we got a, the power broker. She's a questionable villain because like, you know, she just yeah. wants like her slice of the cheddar because, yeah, you know, she didn't. Yeah, but you're running a terrorist organization called the Ten Rings. Well, <laughs> yes, but maybe not. Maybe it's. <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't think so. I'm just going to hang up on that one. I don't know what that is. Right. Um, but yeah, there's a lot to it. And like family again, family is throughout. We start yeah. the movie with family. Yep. Friends are family. Her family, his family, 
his extended family he doesn't even know about yeah who then like teaches him more about his mother right because like we got like and like i i really appreciate that scene now between him and his sister when like he's a teen and she's younger and he's yeah. about to like leave mm -hmm. and like she's like sometimes when i'm practicing i can feel mom and he's like i don't right and so then when he comes back come, goes he to... meets his aunt yes and it's like she's able to like rekindle that within and like teach him yes more like he you know closed fists she opens his fists yeah i'm like that's just it's just cool like there's a lot to this movie if you want to find it in yeah. there um it's a pretty tight movie it's agreed just, it's tight yeah i think it works <laughs> uh and enjoyed it very much so so let's jump into some super <laughs> movies whose scenes are are completely all necessary are tight <laughs> yeah <laughs> are tight uh what's it called uh, T-I-W-A-I Vautier says New Zealand is in lockdown so I can't watch Shang-Chi we'll catch in the repeat oh no problem stay uh, safe Cosmic Reader I'm glad that Marvel keeps proving that they can make any film of an obscure character and make him a fan favorite absolutely uh, Deviled Ham one place Marvel doesn't get enough credit making interesting side characters and leveraging them for other projects I agree with that that's yeah fair. because I mean like, look at Wong right like he's become like a fan favorite yeah he um, went from like a Doctor Strange obscure favorite like some people are like I like Wong you know but to no, some people really love Wong now, and he yeah. had, and with good reason. Yeah, yeah, he's a completely different character than he is in the comics. Yes. So that's the other thing, though. If you're looking for that Wong in the comics, you're not gonna get a Wong you, book. You're not getting that. Well, more recent Wong is a little more like that. Yeah, he's more agency. And he's left strange and that's like true. he's doing his own thing. Mm -hmm. Um, but like early Wong, it's not that. Yeah. Uh, BB Metalhead 04, Wei Wu kind of gave me shades of Dracula from Netflix's Castlevania. Yes. I could see that for sure. <laughs> yes. Uh, Kali Frederick, my third favorite origin story behind Iron Man and Guardians of the Galaxy. Best action, but liked the leads and side characters more. I question Katie's quick bow and arrow pickup. Uh, that was, I think, an integral part of the character. Like, it's one of those things where it's like, she's just really good at it. And it's like the thing she's really good at. Well, and I think, yeah. So, like, her arc to me was that, and she even says this, that, like, she'll get decently good at something and then she'll quit it. Mm -hmm. But, like, she clearly has, like, abilities in driving. Like, she loves to drive, but she doesn't want to do it to anything that could actually help her. She valets cars. Right. Because, like, almost as though, like, these things that she gets decently good at aren't the things she's meant to do. Right. And, like, there's some part of her that knows that. And so when she does this, it's like, this is what she was meant to do. Yeah. Uh, Deadpool's in Intrin says, I think this movie takes place after She-Hulk, and that's why Bruce is not the Hulk state. Maybe a certain blood transfusion that happened. I would be fine with that, too. Right. I also theorized on another show that maybe they've managed to separate the Hulk from Bruce Banner, and maybe, like, mm. as a result, you get your Savage Hulk, who's more powerful and bigger and more scary. They and can send him away. -like. To... Yeah, well, they already did. Yeah. No, you can't send him away we'll now. send him away again. We'll send him to freaking the desert and do your Hulk movie. But, like, who knows? Uh, uh, Will I Am Golden, I looked up Mandarin it's a type of high ranking official in the China Chinese accent yes that's true. well yeah no I think that they wanted to do that though because like honestly like creating a character called the Mandarin mm -hmm. was uh, it's an inappropriate character um well, he's a the, Fu Manchu ripoff in the comics and it's like... and inappropriate and then it shouldn't have done that um and so mm -hmm. like I think they're trying to make sure you understand that it's like it's a joke now. right like that's a joke and that's not really what it is and, exactly like, let it go well, they're not going to do that anymore. Yeah. Uh, Deb M. I wish the rings did different things. I really hope Tony Lung uh, comes back and is a proper villain. Maybe some part of him imprinted on the ring and so forth. I so, don't think so. The, I, well, yeah, I know technically the ring should do different things, but you do see that the, he uses them. They both use them in different ways. Yes. For different um, power sets. Yeah. And so, you get the idea of like what his rings were versus Shang's. And I and think so, Shang's will probably be able to do more things yes. just because Shang has a different demeanor approach. and approach to utilizing them. And and I, thought he was, all, so. I thought he was a great villain. Yeah. 
because he's the kind of villain with the conviction that he thinks he's right. Yes. And like you feel for him and mm-hmm. he's the kind of villain that like you charismatically and like because you like want him to have that happiness and you believe in him you are with him i think that that's a pretty damn good villain I that agree. like could convince you the moving going audience that like i i kind of want him to get his wife back right <laughs> maybe, maybe she is back there yeah i know she's not because there's big scary tentacle bats flying out but yes. like mm-hmm. but like maybe uh trevings lee helping us out thank you very thank much. You so much uh dj ill 47 what collection should i read first spider-man or batman spider-man batman you can jump around spider-man all goes in one direction so yeah there we go everybody we want to thank you so much for hanging out with us and of course enjoy in uh, checking out our review of shang chi hopefully mm-hmm. you check out our recommendations for comics that are coming out starting on tuesday going into wednesday uh, if you buy comics, you will help the industry. Uh, don't forget to pre-order your favorite books because that helps them out even more. Uh, if you want to help us out, of course, you can subscribe to our channel. Give the video a like if you happen to feel that way. And follow us on twitch.tv slash comicpop to watch TV play video games Tuesdays and Wednesdays, most days. And we will see you guys next time with a new episode. Thanks a lot for watching. I am Sal. And I'm Tiffany. So long, everybody. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye.